10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Coconut, 
And hello everyone, and welcome to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy, and my good friend James. Hopefully you guys are all keeping well and good. And thank you for tuning in to episode 12 slash season 2, episode 2. Uh, you know, we did a, we went really well with the season premiere last week, which was uh, really, really hype. This is uh, being live and uh, being recorded as well for SoundCloud on June 1st. It's a new month, so fresh new things are happening, which is... Uh, all good, all good. I mean, the, the sky is blue over here, which is uh, which is fantastic. As I say, uh, you're listening to me, but I am not alone because, as I said, I am with my good friend and my, you know, also amazing co-host, James. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Yeah, not too bad, buddy. Uh, just been outside in the absolute gorgeous weather that is the UK. What, raining? Which is quite and more importantly as well, it's June, which officially means, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's summer! It's summer, it's summer, it's summer! So what So what you're saying is, it's it's ra- It's raining, but it's warm rain for you? Nope. I said, there's not a cloud in the sky. This is amazing. By God! Not a cloud in the sky? What is it? Global warming. It's global warming, everyone. You don't care. I'm trying to heat it usually rains in the UK every day, 364 days a year. You get one day of sunshine, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't care. This is our one day of sunshine, four weeks of torrential rain. This is fucking good. Fair dues, fair dues. But yes, no, glad to hear you are. You are keeping well. But, but we are not alone. We're not alone. We have our first special guest of the show, of the Woo! season. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give us a give him a warm tally ho show greeting to the one and only Green Viper from Radio Sega. Hello to you. Uh, good, good morning. Hi. Hello. Good, good, good morning. <laughs> yes, yes, it's morning here, but I, I know it's like evening for for you, for you guys. Yes, indeed. Right. Normally we associate evening with you know cooler weather, but there's nothing particularly cooler about this. I'm just trying to survive, so. I don't know if it's the same for James, but down here it's very much so. But good evening, good morning, afternoon, night. We're kind of in the, we're kind of in the midst between. It's either more. It's currently kind of afternoon to evening time. We're not sure when where we are right now. We're somewhere. We're somewhere. We exist. <coughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. We we just exist. That's all. That's all. But yeah, you've been. Have you been keeping well, Mister Viper? So everything all going well for you? I've been. I've been keeping lovely. Thank you. Um. I want to know specifically how you guys been doing, also how the lovely chat room's been doing, more importantly. Not more importantly, because um, otherwise I'll get fired on, <laughs> on my only episode showing. <laughs> no, you won't get fired. If you get fired for the show, that would be a big worry. <laughs> we would never well, fire we haven't had. Well, we don't have the shareholders on call at the moment, so I think you're fine for now, but no, we'll see what happens. No. I, fired, I, I fired James one day. I mean, you know, he, he was in the hospital. I mean, third degree birds, the poor lad, and I'll never use a lighter again. But, you know, apart from that, it's all been fine. I still get flashbacks. <laughs> Look, so okay. much fun. It was one drunken night <laughs> in college, still... all right? <laughs> I was on fire, and I was still cold. Every time James sees, like, a, like a lighter or something, he, he just runs to, like, the nearest bush and hides. But he's still crawling his way back next week. That's the worst thing to happen. (laughs) Uh, Oh no, there's a fire. Where should I go? Let's go behind this very flammable piece of leaves. Genius. (laughs) Well, nobody's going to find you there. 
I mean, you could go, you, you could go solid snake and hide in the box, but then that's flammable as well. <laughs> Everything is flammable, James, except for the, the alcohol. Stuff. Yeah, the alcohol. <laughs> you should stop Can't drinking, mate. You might explode. <laughs> I like drinking now. Well, you know, you have to make sacrifices. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. We're here to talk about video yeah, games, not alcohol. Oh, we're, we're about three minutes into this and we're already off track. <laughs> yeah, as, as we normally do, as we normally do with a guest. <laughs> Speaking of the chat, thank you to everyone that's chatting right now in the chat room. Thank you to, uh, who is that, Admiral? Admiral's Nakba? Hello to you, hope you're well, and also Pete aka Titans Creed is uh, is in the chat, very tally-ho to you guys, and also there is an SJ and a Viper as well, they are indeed, hello, 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 hello. So yeah, as I say guys, if you're new to the show, this is the Tally-ho Show, it's a gaming topic podcast where we just talk about any random nonsense, we've got some gaming topics to talk about, we have some good music, <laughs> Pete says ha hashtags suck fummer. <laughs> I think it means something else, but he just doesn't want to be rude. Um, sounds, like a, sounds, like a, when, sounds like a music festival, Suck Fummer. Yeah. Let's go to Suck Fummer in Cornwall 2019. <laughs> but, it sucks, you know, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. They get all the I mean, they just we must be good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. But yeah, we've got some good gaming topics to discuss. Um, we have some music to play, some good tunes uh, for our music breaks. And, of course, we have our little segment. We had James pretty much come on uh, having his great slash quick adventures uh, last week. Uh, this week, it's going to be my great adventure. And I'm going to be joined with Viper as we go and do some really dead devilish stuff. So, not too sure what the hell is going to go on. But we'll just have still to, to play for. Exactly, exactly. Admiral says, I'm here from Radio Sega Discord server. Hey, Viper. There you go. Hello. <laughs> Good evening. There you Again. go. Again. And all that stuff. <laughs> That's I, love I love the fact you basically just got, I was just coming along going, I'm from Radio Sega Discord server. And you're like, Good evening. Hi. Hello. Hi. No, no. <laughs> why, why? No, no, what did I say? No. Hello. Why did you follow me? <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you here? What's going on? The pressure. Good God. Check my back. Was that out my door? <laughs> yeah. Uh, got eyes like looking at you, like behind you, like, oh God. I'm your biggest man. Dear God. But yeah, as I say, uh, oh, SJ says he just fin recently finished Diablo 3 on the Switch. That is pretty hype. I need to still play Diablo 3. I know, I'm terrible. So. <laughs> I might play on the PC, though. Admiral says, I'm not a stalker, I swear. <laughs> can, can Viper confirm this? Is Admiral a stalker? Well, he went missing for about six months, so I'd like to say that's not very stalkerish of him, unless oh, okay. he was just in the bushes outside of my house for all that, that time, that's and I just didn't realise, maybe. That's probably it. If you were noticing like a suspicious, suspicious bush wiggling every time you always walk out the door, that's probably Admiral. <laughs> Maybe the beady eyes gave it away. Oh, that's probably it. That's probably it. Well, then there no, you go. Sorry, that was Andy. Shh. Don't tell him that. God. Just quickly check in. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I'm not. I'm not broadcasting live in a bush near your house, Viper. It's all good. <laughs> well, I mean, if you were, I'd give you the Wi-Fi password. So just, just come in and. Oh, search. cheers, cheers. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost out of my. Sad, right? I'm almost out. Password the store. Yeah, I mean, I'm almost out of my data limit. Good God. Yeah, thanks. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, 
as a thing, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to have a we're going to do like a brief introduction with uh, with Mr. Viper. We're going to ask him like what he does, uh, you know, on the internet, uh, like his favorite game, least favorite game, and then we'll get straight onto the topics, play some music, and do our segment. So, Mr. Viper, for those of the people that are in the chat or listening right now on the podcast um, who don't know who you are or what you do on the marvelous place that we call the internet, who are you, and what do you do for your uh, for your projects and hobbies? Well, um, I'll start off by saying, if you've dodged me this far, congratulations. Uh, but unfortunately, that rain ends now. But um, Green Viper 8 and my main sort of thing I do on the internet nowadays could be classed as somewhat of a showrunner for Radio Sega. Is officially my role now, administrator. Bumped up from temporary staff to show host to... I just control the flipping thing, which is a bit scary now. And that's all thanks to Andy as well. So you can entirely blame him if you don't like my style. <laughs> He now has the. He's giving you the power. Well, I, I, pretty I, much was that. I, <laughs> I don't. Well, I didn't really because I was. I was only a show host there. I didn't have like the admin powers or something like that. I think I. I pushed you to to do a show, and then every, you you just did everything yourself. So that was all down you to you. Me. For absolutely years. Well, I did you because you, yeah, because you're bloody entertaining, mate. <laughs> You're like somewhat <laughs> entertaining yeah. from a distance or entertaining in general. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you're like me, like when I was your age. Okay, it was kind of like you know, it's, it, like hearing you on the show and everything. I was like, oh my god, that's me from like when I was like young. I'm like, that's why I pushed you. Like, oh god, it's, I'm getting so much flashbacks of Andy now becoming an old man going back. I pushed you to be the best. Like, you were the chosen one. You were the chosen one. Yeah, that's when Viper stabs me in the back and we have like a lightsaber duel and everything. And then I just go, you were the chosen one. Then I reveal I was like, he's about the high ground, mate. about the high ground. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. And then all of a sudden Viper turns into like, you know, this uh, evil entity who uses a force for, for bad. But at least he has a son and a daughter. Wait, oh, sorry. Sorry for spoiling that for you. <laughs> the spoilers. <laughs> the spoilers. Good God. Jesus. Um, Admiral says, well, the fact that I live in the legit middle of the US means that I'm definitely a stalker. Wink, wink. <laughs> Flights hey, exist. Well, Dad, you made it to the big lead. You have an official stalker. Yay. Now you've made it big on the internet. <laughs> uh, now you know you've made it. Yeah. Project Venus Production says, why eight? Why do you have eight in your name? Um, the story of my name is a long and pretty stupid one. Uh, not not as much as some people, but more than anything, um, it's it's a bit dumb. So the story goes: I was making sort of a gaming clan type thing because that's what you do when you're young, and because because I was somewhat into Sega, and by that I mean I liked Sonic. Uh, I saw that they had a game called Fighting Vipers, so I went, "Oh, I could make something called Gaming Vipers." So. I need my own username to be in this thing, so lazy as possible, Green Viper, and then the 8 came from an old email, so Green Viper 8, I just stuck with it all these years later, even though everyone refers to me as Viper, because it just flows off the tongue quite well, and I don't really mind being called it versus some other nicknames. But, so, uh, that's, that's how it goes. There you go, there you go. That If you <laughs> if you wanted to know that, that secret of how the hell did he have an 8 in his name, or how did he get his name, now you know. It's an exclusive, I think, maybe, for the Tally Ho Show. Who knows? <laughs> One of the galaxy's biggest mysteries. And now it has been revealed. My God. Um, so, uh, yeah, as I say, um, Viper did mention that he is a uh, now an admin and controls 
everything on Radio Sega. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, Radio Sega in general and what show you do, in case anyone is uh, very interested um, on the radio show, on the radio station? Yeah, sure. So, uh, just for a bit of background on the station itself, because uh, nowadays it's fallen a bit from prominence, and I, I, I sort of say that as we're entering an era of everyone's doing everything on Twitch and YouTube and these old sort of methods like listening to Icecast or Shoutcast are falling a bit out of grace, but Radio Sega is an old-fashioned Icecast streaming service where you can come on over, you can sign up for a forum account, you can chat on the forum, but more importantly, when you make an account, you get access to something like 30,000 songs that you can request at will, so anything you can think of, just come on over and request it, but there's also some live shows, including my own, which at this current moment is known as the Topical Resort Fridays at 7pm BST. Discussing anything in Sega because I got a bit bored of discussing one thing for an entire show. So why not have an episode dedicated to one thing, move on to the next, and try and create almost a backlog of completely different episodes that uh, perhaps can hook one person. Say, oh, I'm a big fan of um, this one series that you've covered. Well, I'll find this on iTunes and then I'll come and listen to the rest and listen to them live, etc. That's sort of the system that the show works on, I guess. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, that's great. Because <clears throat> I remember, I think you were talking mostly about um, Sonic as your first. That that was your ta- that was your taster. That was your taster test show, wasn't it? I forget whether was it the Dreamcast or was it the Dreamcast? I'm trying to remember. That was that was my very yeah. My first taster test was talking about the Dreamcast, which um, that was it. Yeah. A lot of people say that one hasn't aged terrifically well because, ironically, despite hosting a show about the Dreamcast, I wasn't too familiar with sort of all the inner workings such as the really obscure titles so a lot of the stuff i ended up playing or talking about was your sonic adventures brush over your shenmue's a bit your uh, fancy star online so don't really get into the nitty-gritty unlike i do on my new show which is sort of the whole point don't 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 go for the common stuff go for the deep cut stuff introduce people to something new is my philosophy on uh, my current uh, that's good. <clears throat> I like that when the way it's like you know you, you you're going out, you're going into the deep end. You're thinking outside the box when it comes to like those types of topics, like franchises or games that probably people have never heard of in the Sega world. And then you also you just bring them in, and they're just like, oh my god, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden they just learn, learn, go in and try and investigate and learn more about it um, after listening, like say to the show, so to say. So that's that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, so for people that that want to you know, know more about Radio Sega as a whole, um, where can they find you, pretty much? Um, well, the best place to find out about the site is, funnily enough, the site itself. Who would have guessed, right? But um, specifically, <laughs> we have an About page. So if you click on the Community tab once you're on the site, and then you click on About Radio Sega, it'll give you a bit of a history of the site, because we do have quite a rich history, um, after all. Or at least I like to think so. And that's a brief overview, and then... If you want to find out any current affairs, best place is your Twitters, yeah, Radio Sega, or my own Twitter. Find out what I'm personally doing, or just my own projects as well, because I do do other stuff. That's just at the Green Vaporate. That's your main places you really want to go, I think. Outside of that, just research for yourself. That's what I'd recommend. And there you go, guys, in the in the chat. <coughs> There's the website for RadioSega.net, twitter.com slash RadioSega, twitter.com slash the Green Vaporate. Be sure to click on those and give them a follow. You should give Viper a follow because he is an awesome gentleman. You won't be disappointed with the uh, with the uh, the randomness that he pr- pr- pronounces and get comes out, so to say. I should say that. 
comes out on the tweets. And also because he uh, he is a meme lord. He, I call him the resident meme lord. And uh, the first song that we played on the show was dedicated to him, which was a YouTube poop music video meme about Dr. Robotnik, because it's amazing. <laughs> Not what I can say I've heard in about 10 years, or even a phrase. Not the YouTube poop, just YouTube poop Dr. Robotnik specifically. That's um, been a long time <laughs> since... Since that's been relevant, but I appreciate it very much. Yeah, it, well, it's one of them old memes, you know. It's one of them old memes that you just like. You need to do. You need to bring back, so to say. And pretty much not old, not old, not ancient, vintage, Vin- vintage, vintage meme, vintage. Vintage. vintage, proper memes, mate. Proper memes, yeah. And that's, proper. I have to say, the Doctor Robotnik YouTube music, YouTube poop music videos, or just YouTube poops Robotnik videos in general. What as what made the YTPs back in the day because they were just the best. <laughs> the only thing that could really compute was or compete, sorry, and compute as well technically. It was the CDI stuff, like your Hotel Mario's. Outside of that, no, Robotnik was the oh, undisputed yeah. king on the Doctor in this case. Exactly, the undisputed Doctor of the YouTube poops. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so just quickly, Viper, until we get on with our first topic, um, video games. We love them. Sometimes we hate them. What's your most memorable video game and also your least memorable video game? Um, so I, I guess I should ask you this. In this case, are we counting memorable as favourite or just memorable as the one that sticks with you in your mind the most? I mean, Probably we stick in your mind the most. Stick in your mind the most, yeah. Sure, it's definitely not my favourite, but one that I just find myself thinking about tons and tons and all the memories behind it and all this sort of stuff is um one that's gonna make people feel really old for my nostalgia for it which is super smash bros brawl which um immediately i think a lot of people just felt a bullet to the chest right there that someone could be nostalgic for that game but um it's true there we go jokes on them i have no heart (laughs) i cannot be killed yeah i I think oh sorry i was gonna say james is like fanosh you should have gone for the head Well, you had the chance. Well, you had the chance. But <laughs> sorry. <to> regenerate. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let him snap his fingers, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, conti- continue, sir, continue. So, I, I, that's the most memorable game for me, because I just seem to remember every part of the experience, and even now I'll go back to it and have memorable parts from each playthrough, shall we say. Um, I vividly sort of remember the, 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 the days of trekking through the subspace and trying to unlock all the characters and that memory of first seeing that character announcement for Sonic and being, oh my goodness, he's finally in the game and then actually unlocking him was even more hype than that somehow. That, I think, especially sparked my love for the series because before that, I didn't have too much of experience with it, but that was, playing him in that game was what made me go, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this thing actually and it did the same for a lot of other franchises and some in later years when I came back to the game being a bit older, I went, Oh, there's this franchise in the game that I now really like, and uh, or this game introduced me to that franchise. So I can say, yeah, a lot of good memories have spawned as a result of this game or directly from it. So I think that's probably what's the most memorable for me. I can remember really specific details from this. Like, you know, I can't even remember some stuff that I played yesterday, for example, but I can remember vivid memories from 10 years ago. So that's why it'd probably be the most memorable for me. That's pretty good. Nice, nice. Admiral also says, dude, I love Super Smash Bros. Brawl. So you got somebody else, you know, that enjoyed the game. I have to say, I I enjoyed the game as well, and I was the same as you when I heard the announcement of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. 
and Sonic going to be a playable character. I freaked the hell out when I found out about that. I was like, oh my god, I need this game in my life, like, right now. Please give it to me. And actually just, like, unlocking him. It's, uh, <clears throat> it sucks that, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't played the Subspace Emissary, I'm sure you will have, so we're just going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Pete says, bunch of nerds, Smash Bros is for noobs. Well, I don't care, I'm a noob, all right? We're all noobs we're here on Tally Ho Show, confirmed. Yep, yep exactly. Speaking of noobs, I want to come on the Tally Ho Show. Pete, you want to come on, mate? <laughs> live call-out post. <laughs> yeah, live, I've just called him out because he's a noob. Anyway, moving on. He knows I love him. Um, yeah, just the, the one thing about the Subspace Emissary with Sonic is he comes at the end. Like, he actually he shows up at the end, which is like, you know, I'm kind of... At first, I was like, oh, like, finally, he's here. He's like, the, the, like you think the whole world's going to end. And all of a sudden, Sonic, the only person that stops... The world coming from an end is Sonic. He just shows up and just goes, sup? And it's just like, at first I was like, oh my god, yes, what a dramatic entrance. And then after I completed it, I was kind of like, it would have been nice if he came in like halfway, because that would have been pretty cool. But I was just like, despite basically looking at Basically looking at Sonic as he saves the world going, why the hell did you do that earlier? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> chosen one again. There's a lot of chosen ones today, yeah. I'm noticing. <laughs> Sonic arrives. You were the chosen one. Yeah, you bet. See, they they just needed them brawl. Obi Wan Kenobi confirmed confirmed on Smash Brawl for the Subspace Emissary. And then when Sonic comes in, he can just turn around and goes, "You were the chosen one." <laughs> and then see, so but brawl mods, anything's possible. So maybe that's already happened. We just haven't paid attention to it. Thanks, YouTube, 2008 specifically. Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Pete says, "I'll oh, come on, tell you you're wrong, tell you why too, and then Goku for Smash." There's there's a lot of that now with. Smash Ultimate, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. You might get Goku, who knows? <laughs> Loads of people want Zora from uh, Kingdom Hearts for Smash. That would be pretty hype, but you just never know. Just gotta wait and see what happens when we get the new DLC packs coming in. Mr. Viper, the uh, Zora, no, Zora. From Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom mate. Hearts, not Z, I said Z S. Come on, mate, come on, mate. Well, the, the Keyblade Master. Andy confirmed biggest nub of all. Please, Pete. Please, Pete. Anyway, <laughs> now, now, now he's now he's gonna have an argument with me. It's Zora. Yeah, I said Zora with an S. Oh, God. anyway, moving on. Viper, <laughs> Viper, your least memorable game. <laughs> what? What See, would that that's, be? It's a really tough one because I'm that one person who media in general just really sticks with me. I can remember really specific memories and just these films i haven't watched in 10 years or these books i haven't read or these games etc it's really sort of quite difficult to mark something as unmemorable and um, um, at least to me maybe a good way would be whenever you remember like games like you said then the smash, super smash bros being like something that you fondly remember is there any times where you just think you look back at the game and think oh i wish that never had happened um, there's a lot of cop-out answers as well that I could go for. They're just super easy to say, oh, I don't remember anything about the experience or I hated the entire experience, but stuff that I remembered that I wish I um, didn't remember. Um, it's a really obvious one, once again, which I just don't want to go for. Uh, don't take don't take the easy way out. Um, hmm. Go for broke. That's what happens. Go for broke. Um, yeah, but it's cheap. Sonic 06. <laughs> yes! <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
God. It had to happen. <laughs> it, it's just a really cheap answer, but even other bad games in the series I've derived enjoyment from, like Shadow the Hedgehog, we did the charity stream of that. Therefore, I just think of that when I think of Shadow now. I think of sort of the money we raised from it, etc. I don't have any memory like that of 06. I just have the memories of frustration, even though I got it years later, wasted money and just... Pain. general yes. pain. I you got it knowing it was bad. Through the screen. Yeah, that's exactly it. I got it knowing it was bad, and um, it was as bad as I expected, but there are just some bits you just wish you could scrub out your memory. Yeah. And so, that's just one of those games. Pretty much. <laughs> you, you just got me in the shower going, unclean, unclean. You, so pretty, <sighs> I pretty, wish. Pretty much you wasted £1.99 of your own money just to buy <laughs> Sodico 6. It was surprisingly more than that, and this was only... Wow. Inflation. Uh, this was like five years ago, and it still cost £15 five years ago what? when I first got it, knowing it was bad. quid! Jesus yeah. Christ. Really? That's... that's Yeah, that's that's a rip-off. It, it was, but even knowing that, knowing it was horrible, having seen years of reviews since like the day it came out, I just sort of went into it and thought, well, I can derive some entertainment from this. I, I can laugh at the glitches. I can laugh at this that no i i just i just didn't find anything in it like at all the story was boring the gameplay was dull the, the usual cop-out excuse of the music which you'd expect me to um defend yeah a lot of it's good but not anything i'd quickly go back in a heartbeat to put on shuffle or put on um wherever you can download the 06 soundtrack legally uh spotify we'll go with that spotify <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't um, quickly be going back to listen to most of it. It's thoroughly forgettable, which is l less than most people would say. They'd say it was a downright abominable experience, but I just didn't feel that way about it at all. I mean, the one thing that does make it good, as you said, is the soundtrack. It's not the best, but there are some there are some treasures in that soundtrack, like uh, Wave Ocean, The Inlet. I love that. That's one of my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've also got the theme, His World, made by the wondrous guys from uh, Zebrahead. Um, or Zebrahead, whatever you call it. There was the um, act clear. The act clear for the Sonic, for the Sonic levels, I think is probably my favourite act clear level music. Yep, that was very dramatic and very cool. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, there, there was some hidden gems in that soundtrack for sure. Um, but yeah, no, as I say, that's the only good thing about it. Like, you know, out of all of that, out of all of the game. Also, also, the, the, the greatest thing of all, the greatest thing of all is the, uh, you know, is, is Akon's in the soundtrack. <laughs> I actually really like that song. That's the one song which everyone says, yeah, we don't talk about that one, but... <laughs> no, it's good. It's it. good. I just, I just love the fact that he's in there just going, yeah, remix, yeah. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, weeks. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Akon, you legend. <laughs> it's it's one song. The, the thing it's it... one song I'm surprised you haven't mentioned, though. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed or, in you. Or uh, is it Bentley Jones, Lee Brotherton's uh, dream, dream of an absolution? Not at all. I thought it'd be more obvious than this. The extras menu. Well, that's what. Oh, yeah, that's what we're playing, actually. We're playing as the background. How <laughs> did you not mention it? <laughs> How did I mean, you forget? No, I didn't forget. I'm just talking about the other songs. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I say hidden gem because we're playing a hidden bloody gem in this show. <laughs> That's probably 
probably my favourite song from the entire soundtrack, though. It yes, sounds, it doesn't belong at all. It fits. It doesn't fit the thematic theming that that was good. Uh, of any song in the soundtrack at all. But it no, it's, it's not. It's not. I was gonna say. And... I was gonna say as well, quick. The the whole thing with uh, Akon being in the in in the soundtrack. Do you think because he only he only goes yeah yeah yeah, and then he also repeats what the singer says. Um, do you think the only reason why he does that is because Sega couldn't afford him that much? Like, how much can we afford him for? We only have $10,000, so... Okay, how much does that give us enough for Akon to sing? Uh, he can just go, yeah, 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 remix, and repeat a little bit of what the main singer says. Well, we'll just go with it then. <laughs> if Sega well, had... yeah sample cost $10. <laughs> yeah sample. Remix sample cost $1,000. <laughs> And now we, we've got the budget we've got left over, we'll use to say the word sweet dream. Sweet dream. Genius. Yes. <laughs> You're hired. No, it's like um, the year sample is $10 per year. <laughs> oh no. The budget is getting thin quick. <laughs> yep, Sega's budget's running thin because of Acorn. My goodness. <laughs> oh, you think maybe they spent all the money on Acorn? That's why it's such a glitch fest. Yes, because it's Acorn, they, they desperately wanted Acorn in the soundtrack. I don't Yeah, since so they paid all this money, they didn't have anything left to, uh, to actually fix the game up. No, so they just pretty much just went like, just make as much as you can, do one test, then fix a few bugs, and then we'll get it out. Well, why can't we do it fully? It's because we spent all the budget on Acorn, alright? <laughs> Not again, this is the third game we threw in this week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. Come on, Bob, seriously, why? Oh. Why are you doing all our finances? It's like, first Michael Jackson for Sonic 3, and then... <laughs> when will Sega learn that when... perhaps you shouldn't pay big-budget artists uh, to, to do your game soundtracks? Because funnily enough, big-budget artists come with just that. <laughs> big budgets. Big budgets, yeah. them in the first place. Pretty much. Even though Sonic 3 was a damn good game, so... <laughs> at, least really? enough, at least they had enough... I will, have no, I will have nobody say anything bad about Sonic 3. <laughs> uh... See, at least, they have enough, at least they had enough budget to send in Michael Jackson and to make the game good as well, so that's good. Jinjos <laughs> uh, is in the chat saying, British Andy Boo, hello, Telly Ho, do you, sir? He can't, he, he can't wait to meet his girlfriend in September, finally. After so many years, he's going to be doing that, which is going to be awesome, awesome stuff. All the hype on that one. All, all the hype. Can't wait to meet his... No, you. Wait. I was about to say, Addy. He looks like he's saying he can't wait. Can't wait to meet in September. Are you? Said, oh, are you going? Are you going? <laughs> are you going to TwitchCon on September? Because if you are, oh my god! Because I know he was going to meet his girlfriend in who in September. No. no. What the hell? Oh god! Oh god! I, he's confusing me now because he's meeting. I'm oh, just kidding. See, I knew he was kidding. Like I knew that. See, but why I, is he not resident meme lord? <laughs> Well, he, he's just resident troll, <laughs> as with everyone else in my chat that comes by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But that's just something enjoyable, mate. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, 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 like everyone does. Anyway, let's go. Thank you very much, like Viper, for uh, for talking about yourself, talking about your favourite game, least favourite game, favourite memorable, least memorable game. Uh, let's get on with some topics, shall we, as my voice breaks. Pretty much. <laughs> Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. God. So yeah, as I say, we have a topic from me. We have a topic from James, and then we have a uh, topic from Mr. Viper. So the first topic we're going to be talking about. Um, so as you might have known, um, 
Not too long ago, we had the Pokemon press conference, where they, uh, the good head, the good heads of the Pokemon company, were talking about the uh, the latest things that are coming out for this year and also next year. So uh, there's quite a few things to discuss about. So the first topic is the Pokemon 2019 press conference: pros and cons. So as we know, um, what they have been mentioned in this press conference, we have got. Pokemon Center's coming out, um, there's going to be one in Shanghai, there's going to be a new one in Shibuya, Tokyo, when the new mall comes out, which looks freaking badass, I have to say. I, if I, when I finally go to Tokyo, Japan, I'm definitely going to go there because the freaking Mute, virtual Mewtwo, when you go into the store, is gonna, it looks freaking amazing. Um, <coughs> you've also got Pokemon Home, where it's going to be uh, where you can use all your devices that you play for Pokemon, 3DS, Switch, playing Pokemon Go, you can transfer all of your Pokemon into Pokemon Home. It's going to be the new cloud system, like the new Pokemon Bank, so to say. Um, we've also got um, Pokemon Sleep. Yes. <laughs> A new way to entertain yourself by sleeping. Um, yeah, so that's a new thing that, that is going to be coming out, which is a very interesting uh, concept. We also got the new device coming out, the Pokemon Plus Plus. The word plus with the plus symbol. Um, you know, squares. Pokemon Plus Squared. Po Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon Plus Plus <laughs> Pi. Pyagoras. <laughs> square root. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Plus Plus Square See, Root. Of... See, you guys, you guys... You guys jogged around. We are potentially seeing a Pokemon Algebra. Yeah, there you go. There That's you go. Pokemon Algebra. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. As soon as they bring out the quote Einstein once said, and it's like, it's going to freaking happen. Here we go. <laughs> Let me get a message from me going, dude. No, I'm just going to have, I'm just going to have James messing me going, I fucking called it. <laughs> like, I'm suing. I'm suing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're on the phone now. <laughs> Not only that, uh, Pokemon Sleep. Uh, we've got a new game coming out on the Android and iOS. Uh, Pokemon Masters, which looks really, really hype. Um, talks about a new dete a po Detective Pikachu game, which is coming out on the Switch um, sometime soon. Um, that will probably be talked about in the latest uh, Pokemon Direct, which is happening on, I believe, was it June 5th? I think they said June 5th or June 6th. Uh, either next, this coming uh, Wednesday or Thursday. And yeah, then also they talked about having some new Pokemon tailored shirts, which is pretty hype. So uh, yeah, let's go straight on with, uh, let's talk about first the, the Pokemon centers, just just briefly. Because I don't know, do, do we have Pokemon centers in the West? I don't know if we had one, if we have one in like say um, New York or LA or, or not. I'm trying to remember no, if we actually do one. I don't remember there ever being one around the western areas. I'm pretty sure it was all eastern, where Pokemon was huge. It's probably mass, extremely massive over there. It's big here, but it's not so much that they'll have their own sort of store, I don't think. But that could change if, they, if this Pokemon Center goes really well. It might influence and put it throughout the rest of the western continent. Yeah, because that's the one thing I really want, because it's like they talk about, like, yeah, because we, we have Pokemon stores in the West. Like, you know, people might say, but we have Pokemon stores. Yeah, we, we have a Pokemon store, like, out in the West, but not like an actual Pokemon center. You know, like, you know, yeah, you can buy stuff there, but it's a, it's a place as well for people to hang out and relax, you know, play, you know, play Pokemon on their phones or, like, use the software or hardware devices 
in the centre. So my question to you guys is, do, would you like to see, I'm, it's going to be a blatant yes I would say, but I'm just going to say it anyway. And to people in the chat, feel free to talk about this as well. Would you guys like to see a Pokemon Center come out in the West? Like, come out in the UK, London, obviously, or like, you know, anywhere in the, in North America? I... Just I. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I honestly... I answered, no, yes. I, I, was, I, was wait, I was waiting for you to go, I would love one i was waiting for you to do that i thought you were doing like in just like one word sentence <laughs> okay so james really wants one viper what about you no because pokemon something that but <laughs> in all seriousness Jesus, that would have been great and then everyone would be like hashtag find viper burn him on the stake <laughs> but in all seriousness no no i don't just ask a stalker i'm sure he'll know where he is Oh, yeah. But that, that is a completely serious one because okay. personally, I think what we have with the Nintendo World Center in New York, which actually I think was a Pokemon Center at one point, but I, I'm fairly certain that that is sort of the pinnacle of this concept. It's a general space for one company's games, not just a franchise. It's very, even more niche than the concept of a Nintendo store is, but in general, that has. A place to hang out, a place to, like trade your Pokemon already, a place to buy stuff. I think services like that, more like that, is what I think I'd personally prefer because it's just less personalized to one almost sort of game and franchise. You can go in and play anything, you can go in and meet with people who perhaps play something you've never heard of and go in and mingle with them and find a new franchise you like or whatever but i think it's a lot more general and that those sort of places need to be more general because you're gonna attract more people and then the people who are attracted in are gonna find more people and more common interests that perhaps they might not have known before it, it, it seems a bit far-fetched but that's just sort of my opinion on it i guess i i can see what you say on that i can say yeah with nintendo world in new york i i i would say like keep nintendo world as nintendo like in New York, don't make a Pokemon Center there because, as you say, you've got the main hub for not just Pokemon but other franchises in in Nintendo. Personally, I would like to see it happen, maybe in like you know the Pacific region because we don't really have like so to say a Nintendo store. I don't think like in California or something like Vancouver, definitely not. Um, but I would like to, you know, maybe I, I'm just gonna say a Pokemon Center in um, Pokemon Center in Vancouver. That would be pretty hype because I know there's a lot of people here and, you know, that is obsessed with Pokemon. It's crazy. Um, so maybe having like, I, I would say like probably somewhere in like a big city, um, you know, that's, you know, they can do it. Like I would say maybe like LA, San Francisco, San Diego, somewhere in California, like in the Pacific, Pacific region um, to see it. Um, I would say possibly... Somewhere, in, may, maybe Europe would have one. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, if there's already like a big Nintendo store, like somewhere like in, in a major city in like in Europe or, you know, North America, just don't put a Pokemon Center in that city. Just po put it in another major city. So it's like, you know, you have a Nintendo hub in this city in Europe or this city in North America and uh, or South America as well, you know, or Australia or anywhere in the world, um, you know, and then just put like, say, the Pokemon Center in another place in, in the continent that you live in. So then it's like, in a way, it's like people have their fair share because I know, you know, sure, people would like to see, would like to go to, like, say, Nintendo World and stuff and see different franchises, but maybe people just want to just be a part of one specific franchise, i.e. Pokemon. 
and you know just want to go to the Pokemon Center. But you know, that's just me. I, I think it would be good to see. Good to see on that. Um, Admiral says, uh, "Oh, I want one of those shirts. They look so good." And hell yes, I would love to see a Pokemon Center over here. Tamani has just jumped in, saying, uh, "What you got here, though? See ya." Hello, Tamani. How are you? Hope you're well. I don't know if you're saying hi bye. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm... you're saying bye. Hi bye. Hi bye. I'm very confused. Yeah. <laughs> That's to Manny. No, just joking. He's a lovely guy. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, fair enough. James says he would like to see it. Viper says no. I, I said, yeah, it would, it would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. Um, I would like to, it'd be nice to have a Pokemon Center inside Nintendo so it has its own little sort of space. I imagine because Nintendo, like, Nintendo building is going to be massive at that point. But imagine having its own section away from just Pokemon because Pokemon is kind of one of the big names in Nintendo, followed probably by. Mario, if not Mario, will probably be first, and then Legend of Zelda stuff. So Pokemon having its own sort of having its own sort of center, I think, would be quite beneficial for them all. Yeah, because if, I mean, in case of going through, going through, having a look, trying to look everywhere for just one little slice of Pokemon, despite the fact it's every single like position, it might be all drifted apart. If you put it right bang in one center, a Pokemon center, as it were, haha. <laughs> I think it would be a lot better wow. to sort of keep it all together. And I think it would be, um, be amazing. And plus, from what the center looks like, I mean, there's a freaking, there's a, there's a statue of Mewtwo outside of there. That's freaking, that's freaking brilliant. I love Mewtwo. Actually seeing him in that little center thing from the, um, the announcement, even though it might not, ha it might not um, happen over here, that's all, that's convincing me that maybe I should go to, Tokyo and Japan just have a look just to go and see that one particular center and you think you can have it around in Britain as well it might not be the might not be Brit as big but somewhere around Europe would be quite uh, amazing to have and be that close what were you going to say Viper I think you were going to want to say something regarding it as well or um a bit <laughs> I, I should say I should say in regards to my opinion a, it's not final, it's just the opinion of mine. And B, I don't really hate the second option either. In fact, the Pokemon Center would be really cool. I'm just simply stating my preference more than anything. Yeah, no, but that's fair. I, I, I love the idea of a Pokemon Center, but especially in places like the UK, where you'd only really have room for one, you could have one or the other. That yeah. would be my preference. But in the <clears> US, <throat> you don't really have to pick. But I'm very happy. If, if, I, if they announced the Pokemon Center for either, I'd be like, wow, that's really cool. I'd probably visit it once or twice, even though I'm not the biggest Pokemon nerd ever. I like Pokemon, but not yeah. not hugely into it as much as some people would be. So perhaps that's the reason as to why I'm not totally gun ho on gun ho on this. Maybe maybe I just need to get a bit more into the franchise and uh, correct my opinion because it may it may be wrong. Maybe that's why maybe that's why I'm such like a big over it because I grew up with the Pokemon franchise. Watched the anime. I played through every single Pokemon game, and that's sort of like even. Nowadays, as an adult, I still want. I still like to play po uh, the old style Pokemon games because they're just, just nice to sort of pick up and just play around. I think that's why it still stayed with me, and probably why this sort of thing was quite a good like impact for me. No, that's fair. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, moving on to the next thing, uh, Pokemon Home. <clears throat> so, like, say we're pretty much it's like Pokemon Bank version 2.0. Um, what do you guys think about that? Having able to get every single uh, Pokemon from every device, 3DS, Pokemon Bank, the Switch, uh, from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Eevee, from the upcoming Sword and Shield, and on Pokemon Go. How do you guys think about that, being able to have all your Pokemon be in one section? 
It seems a, for me, it seems like a glorified trait. It seems like it's glorifying <clears throat> the trait itself. Because we used to have this anyway. There's nothing brand new. It just means we can put it, we can just keep it in one spot now instead of just in the games. For me, it just doesn't seem like. Don't get me wrong, it looks, it's a good idea, but at the same time, I'm thinking, we've had this for ages, this is nothing really brand new. Especially like Pokemon Bank did the exact same thing. So what's the difference between Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Home? I get that, I get that. I mean, <clears throat> the first time we actually, not the first thing, <clears throat> excuse me, the first time they did this was at Pokemon Bank, and I remember it actually being... It was on the GameCube. They did like a whole like bank system, but it was a separate disc, and then you could be able to like transfer your Pokemon. I think from Pokemon Colosseum to Pokemon XD, and to your also Ruby and Sapphire games as well, if I recall. Um, <clears throat> so it's been like a thing that they've been doing since like the early 2000s. Um, the one cool thing, yeah, I, I get what you say. It's like you know they've, we've done it before. Why do we need to do it again? Um, the one cool feature is with it is that with Pokemon Home, you can have it on all your devices, you can have it on your phone as well, and you can actually trade Pokemon on the go. Which is, which I think, honestly, that is a pretty cool feature that, you know, you can just trade with your friends. You could be meeting with a friend <clears throat> out for coffee, and it's like, oh, hey, I saw you have a Dragonite. Do you want to trade for it with my Totodile? And I'm like, sure, okay. Dong, done. You've got it. You've got Totodile, and now you could be like, uh, hey, cool. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put Totodile in Pokemon, Le um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play with him. Cool. I do have a question though. Yeah. Why would you trade a Dragonite for a Totodile? I'm just, I'm just randomly just pick, <laughs> thinking Pokemon at the top of my head. All right. That's just like, just like a what if. Who knows? This is what I need a trade review more often. If that's the case, Andy, I'll have your, I'll have your legendary Pokemon Lugia, but I'll give you this Weedle instead. All right, I'm not that stupid. All right, mate. <laughs> I just, I, I do a hard pass on that. The, <clears throat> so the one thing is, oh, excuse me, hang on a sec. Give me, give me a sec on this. Every time, every time I host show. Every time I do a show, I get something stuck in my throat. It's always annoying. Um, the one thing is, as well, you can actually trade online, which is pretty cool. You could trade. You could just put in like a request saying, "Hey, I'm looking for this Pokemon. I'll trade for this Pokemon." And someone around the world could be like, "I'm in," and then boom, which is a cool little feature. But I find it funny because it's like, you know what's going to happen, right? You're going to get, you're going to get, and it's going to be legal because you, how are you supposed to make Pokemon illegal in the government? It's going to be so you can't, you can't do that. But there's going to be Pokemon dealers, all right? You're just gonna be like walking around, minding minding your own business, you know, just like da 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 da. And all of a sudden, somebody comes out, and someone in like a trench coat goes, "Hey, mate, hey, mate, do you uh, do you want shiny Pidgeotto?" <laughs> Opens his trench coat, and has got so many smartphones, like. Got so much Pokemon here. Pick one you want, you know. Rocket, man? You know the dealer from like Resident Evil Four. Got what some kind? good, got some good deals for you, stranger. He's gonna be like. That. I'm sorry. Is this what normally happens in Vancouver? You just walk down a random street and some guys go up to you. Mm, well, shiny Pidgey. <gasps> stranger danger. <laughs> well, he's Canada after all. <laughs> It probably would be yeah. actually. Oh, no. Here, no, here, here, bud. Oh, sorry, bud. So... If they annoyed you, yeah. Hey, psst. I was going to interrupt your thought, but um, do you want to say, Pidgey? Sorry. 
He's like, oh, so, sorry to disturb you, bud, but I just thought it opens this truck. You, you want a shiny pizzy there, bud? It's, it'll, co it'll cost you a double-double at Timmy's. Come on, come on, mate. Come on, bud. <laughs> so, you know, I could just see that. People, there'd be Pokemon dealers. I bet you any money there will be. Do you want this, shi do you want this shiny Dragonite? I can give it to you for $300. <laughs> will people do? Will people buy it? Probably. There might be some people Put that might do that. Put me on that task force if that's the case, because that's just gonna be. I would never get. I would go. I would come home every single day, just laughing my ass off because that's such a good day. Yeah, we just busted someone for trying to show us shiny Starmie. It was brilliant. Oh my god! Just have to seize another Mewtwo. <laughs> to see. That one. That one's going in the evidence pile. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Corrupted cops now taking Pokemon from away away from dealers. If, if that ever happens, my god, I'm just going to be like facepalm, like, dear Jesus Christ, help me. Um, Viper, I don't think you put in your two cents. What do you, what, what do you think about Pokemon Home? Well, see, once again, because I'm not, I'm not a fanboy, that automatically means that I go for the opposite opinion that people who are much more into the franchise go for, so I think this is really uh, cool. They have, have a uh, wealth of different people asking. I just think this is really cool because I like the idea of Pokemon Bank, but that uh, brings me into a new point, which is will all the bits from Pokemon Bank be supported on this? Because one really cool feature about Bank was that it supported um, transferring from the Gen 1 games over Virtual Console. I'd love that if that was a feature in this, but they haven't really confirmed that all that much. That They've said the 3DS games, but are we including the Virtual Console bits? Who knows? But I love how, how I I would I would say so yes because um, because the virtual console games for Pokemon uh, Blue Red Yellow um, they also are connected to the Pokemon Bank, so that would be a yes. Awesome, because I just love how interconnected this is. I already I already quite enjoyed just how many 3DS games could connect up the Pokemon uh, Bank. But now Pokemon Home, you've got so many different devices which will be able to switch Pokemon, your 3DS, your Switch, your um, your, your smartphone, potentially, potentially, you know, you can, a bit more devious, you can go on to eBay and buy some Pokemon that you want. Oh, I want this one for Sword and Shield. Well, luckily, I caught it in Pokemon Go, so um, here you go. I'll just sell it to you for three quid or whatever. That that might happen. But So technically, you've somewhat got PC interconnectivity through that shady method. But I, I think it's just a really cool idea, the connectivity of each game, and it'll be sad when this eventually goes away because all online services will die out eventually. But for now, while it's in its youth period, I think this is a brilliant feature that actually adds a lot of life to these games. No, <clears throat> that is that's that's a good good opinion on that for sure, for sure. Were you were you going to say something, James? Or? I was gonna say when you were mentioning about um, it being online, you can trade it whenever you want it. You have different, you can view people online and do that. But at the same time, we've had, we've already had this with uh, Pokemon Bank. I, it only seems for me, it just seems the only difference for this one is that they've now got Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and the new Sword and Shield to just connect to. They've just basically rebranded it as Pokemon's Home, and that was it. I don't I understand. It's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I think it's brilliant. But at the same time, it's not something you would sort of like make a big announcement about. It would just literally be a case of, by the way, this is a new update. We're now going to be making, we're now going to be changing Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home. That's a very good point. I think also a lot of people forgot that the Pokemon Bank service existed and 
thanks to the Pokemon Let's Go and Sword and Shield hype that's been buzzing from people who aren't even Pokemon fans yet, they're just yeah. getting into the series. This is a perfect time to re-announce it. Mm. Yeah, and this is gonna be is this actually gonna be is this gonna be completely free of charge or you're gonna have to pay money like every month to sort of use it because mm. it just seems that's what throws that will throw me off if they turn around and say you can use it but you need to pay X amount of money every month because for Pokemon for Pokemon that's brilliant if you're a big massive fan, but at the same time Eventually, you're just not going to be playing it. You're going to move on to the next game, and then you've still got that money that's paying out for Pokemon, uh, for just to use it. So it's a little bit. I don't know. I guess I'm just uneasy about it. I'm unsure what their intentions are with this game, yeah. this part. No, that's understandable. That's understandable. I know some fans might be like the same on that. In on your opinion. But uh, we just have to wait and see what happens when it does release. I think it releases next year, so we'll, we'll probably get more details on that very soon. Probably in the next Pokemon Direct, maybe. Uh, Mr. Horse is in the chat. He says, nay, nay to you, Mr. Mo Mr. Horse, sir. Sorry for uh, delaying on that, um, on saying hello to you. They were in a very good discussion about uh, the Pokemon press conference and the latest things that are coming out uh, either later this year or next year. Um, I was going to say as well, just quickly, I think Pokemon Bank was a paid feature, if I recall. Um, so I don't know. It might be. It might be not. We just have to maybe wait and see what happens in the coming months. Um, I think if it was a if it was a payable feature, I think that's gonna put me off the idea completely. Hmm. What, what I just thought of potentially though, um, we already have a paid service now, which you know, people are a bit uneasy on. I, I I don't hate Nintendo Switch Online actually, but perhaps it could be rolled into that, or that would work. Or for. Or for if you already own Nintendo Switch Online, you get a fifty percent discount on Pokemon Home, for example. Yeah, yeah. That, that could that, that could be yeah, some. Yeah, if you have a Switch, if you Switch Online account, then yeah, you could definitely get a discount because you're already using your online systems. Then yeah, that one makes a lot more sense. Hmm. But if you have a completely separate, like direct debit or direct payment as a, on its own, then it's going to be a bit. It's going to be hard to justify it. I think. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Castle Maker says, "Hey, just want to say hi. Very busy today, so can't say. No worries, Castle. Tally ho to you. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming by and saying hi. It's always greatly appreciated. Um, we're gonna go into these next topics. I know we are going a little bit over time, but hey, who cares? We're having fun. That's the main thing. Um, so the next thing we're gonna talk about quickly is Pokemon Sleep. Now I know a lot of people have been uh, talking about this feature <laughs> quite a bit. So pretty much as it is, um, with it's part of Pokemon Go, they say, hey." You enjoy going out on an adventure and catching Pokemon and having a good time, but in order to continue your adventures, you need to build up that energy, and that's by having a good night's rest. And pretty much, there is a way that you know you buy the new adapt the new um, new controller adapter thing for the game, which is called the Pokemon Plus Plus. I mean, fair enough. Well, I I, 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 look, I I tried my best not to laugh when I saw that. I was like, okay, I'd be fair. The one cool thing about it is this new Pokemon Plus Plus works both with Pokemon Go and Pokemon Sleep. So it's like if you didn't get the Pokemon Plus um, item for Pokemon Go, you can get this and you can play it on both games, which I like. Uh, I like the fact that they've done that and they haven't just go have this for Pokemon Go, have this for Pokemon Sleep, because that would be annoying. Um, so I like that. I like how they did that. And the thing is, I don't know what the hell, what the heck's going on. Apparently. It's uh, the fun, entertaining way to for you know for sleeping, and it they apparently it's to help with um, enjoying waking up every morning. So 
Apparently you put... I know, I know, that's what they said. You put the adapter next on your bed, and you just sleep. And you wake up, and that data then goes straight to your phone in Pokemon Go. And when Pokemon sleep. And I don't know if it means it will level up your Pokemon, if it does something regarding about your Pokemon. That Maybe we... their HP... Maybe their HP recovers when you fall asleep. Maybe. Maybe it does. That would be a... I mean... The, the reason why people are making fun of it at the moment is because we don't know a whole lot of details. We've just been told, this is what we're doing. And it's, you know, it's Niantic who uh, who, who made Pokemon Go. They're, they're going to be making this and they teamed up with Select Button who are going to be helping with making Pokemon Sleep. It's just a funny concept. And I'm just... Uh, the first thing that popped into my head was... <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head when I saw that was like... There's going to be some entertaining streams of Pokemon Sleep, let's just say that. <laughs> you just bloody imagine, like, hey guys, come watch me on Twitch as I play Pokemon Sleep. It's like, just You just... say that, you No, it's going to happen. More it's going to happen. I bet you any money. Just... Twitch person, Not just Twitch. It'll happen on Dplay. It'll or DLive. It'll happen on Mixer. It'll happen on Facebook Gaming. It'll happen on YouTube Gaming. It'll happen on any streaming platform where anyone's streaming. There is going to be at least one or maybe a few people that will stream Pokemon Sleep and stream themselves sleeping. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It's the internet. Someone's going to do it. <laughs> the thing is, though, is that we've had one person who's actually falling asleep live on a Twitch stream. And he's woken up to about hundreds and hundreds of more views, and at least a couple of, of people have actually added him from it. Yeah. The resident I, sleeper himself. The resident sleeper, yeah. The, the thing is, though, it's like, he did that, he didn't mean to sleep. I mean, he did, what was it, like a 72-hour straight stream? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a cause he's a crazy fool, but hey, hats off to him, you know? And, and a meme happened. And, you know, it was a case of that guy fell asleep and everyone's like, oh my god, this guy's fallen asleep. And then everyone pops in and, you know, just starts memeing and everything. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. I mean, if he had Pokemon sleep <laughs> when that happened, hey, at least he would have a great... He would not only fall asleep and he would get hundreds of views, but hey, at least his Pokemon would gain health. That's a plus. But the thing is, it's like falling asleep on accident on stream is hilarious and funny and yeah you're gonna get a lot of people come by and watch because it's it's funny it's it's harmless fun you just say hey, there's a guy falling asleep that's that's hilarious and then you know you follow him and then you see his actual streams and they're actually pretty damn good the thing is is people if people actually say i'm going to be streaming pokemon sleep come watch me and it's just them fall just asleep that's not really entertaining because that's you know, awesome. cause, cause you know that's what they're gonna do they're just going to be sleeping. What's the point? <laughs> Sorry, I'm See, a little thing, bit hot-headed on that. I'm, I'm not really. I just find it hilarious. The thing that I'm interested in that is um, who would be risking... It's a bit of a risk to stream Pokemon Sleep. Because what if you, um, you, know, you start sleepwalking, you start sleep-talking and bad-mouthing the chat and doing all this stuff? What if you accidentally let something slip out? Or Yeah, I mean, you, got you don't realise the camera's on. So it is a bit risque, I get that. And of course... For Twitch, Twitch TOS, you know, you you can't, I don't, you know, if you're inactive on a stream, uh, on your stream for a set number of hours, they may ban you for being inactive. There, there is a way, like, you know, if, if you're not doing anything, you know, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just something that just, I just laughed my head off when I just thought people may stream Pokemon Sleep. People stream Pokemon Go, which is amazing. And I want to do that. I want to find, a, I want to find the ways to, you know, 
play Pokemon Go on stream. That's why I haven't played Pokemon Go yet, because I want to find a way in order to do it, because I want to stream myself going out for walks and talking to people whilst I'm doing that, because that's a great way to do it. But Pokemon Sleep, I'd, I'll, I'll play it off stream. <laughs> there ain't no way oh, I'm streaming Pokemon Sleep. Including his cinder pillow. Oh, hi, Iron. Yeah, <laughs> when Andy goes to sleep Yeah, that would be something he would like to watch, wouldn't he? <laughs> Come, come watch my Pokemon Sleep stream featuring Cinder from the Spyro the Dragon franchise. Good God. It'll be interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah, oh, tell, tell me about it. It's just taking a dark turn, hasn't it? We've gone yes. from talking about Pokemon sensors all the way to Andy spooning a Cinder pillow while everybody watches. Anyway, moving on, I've talked a little more about this. James, what do you think about Pokemon Sleep? Um, I don't know. I'm in. I'm indifferent to it. I'm not too sure what the whole point of it is. I mean, the initiative is probably to get more people to actually have a good night's sleep, and with Pokemon involved, it might actually get children involved with it because, hmm. after all, they're going to be the future for the Pokemon franchise. So this could this could appeal to them more than say Apple or uh, Android watches, basically. Oh, sorry, Android phones or watches, etc. That are doing this low sleep function on it. This could appeal to them, but at the same time, unless we get more information about what it entails, I've got no idea. I don't really have anything to say for it. No, that's fair. Viper, what, what do you think? It's not really a game, is it? That, that's my opinion. No, um, not really. We don't know anything about it. That's my main sort of hang-up point here. I don't, I don't know what, what it's about. I can't really finding the information it's probably the best i keep it that way because um i might be a little bit disturbed once i find out there is a pokemon game where, where it's about sleeping and there's no more content to it than sleeping so sleep up children but um in regards to the it gives people a purpose to wake up in the morning doesn't life do that anyway or an alarm clock yeah yeah it, that, 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 they say they they want to like make waking up more entertaining because yeah I, I get it when you wake up in the morning you're like oh really even on the weekend you're like oh my god like you know I, i'm like that so i get it and for for kids for, for it being for kids that, that there is a great feature it is honestly like you know I, I laughed at first but i'm thinking to myself you know what for kids it's great because it's like you know you're gonna have kids on a school day that don't want to get up because it's like, oh, it's school day. But if you get them up by having Pokemon, be like, hey, if you have a good night's rest, chances are you'll get something special for your Pokemon. They'll be like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then, you know, they'll enjoy going to bed, waking up, and then checking the phone just to see, you know, what they've got. So, I mean, in a way, it is a really, really cool feature. I think it's more meant for kids rather than adults for this, and I get that. So, yeah, it is a good feature, but there is, like, some the cons to it regarding because it's like... I, I like the fact that Nintendo and Pokemon are taking risks and something like this is a risk because it's like how can you make sleeping entertaining you know it's pretty pretty entertaining I mean and the thing is as well is like remember when you were a kid and you hated sleep you didn't want to go to sleep you wanted to stay up all night and now as an adult you're like sleep sleep get me in that bed <laughs> pretty much I regret, I regret all the times i refuse to go for a nap yeah exactly now as an adult you're like i don't have enough time for a nap no <laughs> uh iron says simple get an ele get an electro alarm clock that'll wake you up for sure <laughs> after a certain time it'll self-destruct 
yeah. shakes the bed. <laughs> yeah, rumble in the bed. Well, that would just make you like go to sleep even more. Be like, ah, oh, that's nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, earthquake outside. Oh. That happened. That happened. One, that happened one day, one night when I <laughs> when I moved when I was in Canada. No joke. No joke. We're going off topic here just quickly, and then we'll move on to the next topic because we're going a little bit over. But um, I was asleep one night, and I actually had a really, really good night's sleep. Like you know, just fantastic. I woke up. I was like, oh, this is great. Go to work. And the first thing someone comes up to me goes, did you feel that earthquake last night? I'm like, what earthquake? Like, yeah, we had an earthquake. It was really, really big. I was like, no. Well, I mean, I, I had a really good night's sleep. It might have been my bed shaking around and everything. But apparently we had an mm -hmm. earthquake in Vancouver. That was back in 2016. <laughs> and I had a great night's sleep then. So, yeah. You know, oh, that's one of those massage beds. Yeah, that's what I thought. But no, it was actually the uh, the ground the ground giving me a massage. <laughs> thank you, Earth. Thank, thank you, Mother Earth. I and mean, you could have killed me, but at the same time, thanks. <laughs> but um, yeah. So imagine, imagine Andy basically everyone's going, "It's an earthquake!" And Andy's still back going, "Lower, lower." <laughs> yep, pretty thank much. But pretty much, pretty much. Okay, so that's the thing about Pokemon Sleep. We, it's kind of a weird art concept, but it should be should be good for kids, right? Is that what you is that what you guys think? Yeah, totally. I I, I get your opinion on that now. That actually makes a lot more sense than um than looking at it any other way. So yeah, that's a good concept for kids. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I give them that. But until we get more information, we can't really have an um we can't really we can't we can't really have an opinion on it if we don't know what it is. Yeah. No, to totally. So we're just waiting until the next Pokemon Direct comes out. There might be some more information, but it is coming out in 2020. That's one thing we have heard. Um, we'll say one other quick thing. Um, we got the Pokemon shirts where you can make your own customizable shirt. You go on the you go on the uh, the company that's making its website. You get to put on your own Pokemon. You can put your own Pokemon on the shirt, and they'll tailor made make it for you. It's like a tailor made shirt, which is really really cool. I know it's going to cost a crap load of money, but I'd buy one. What do you guys think? Like you wear it out? Um, oh god, actually, let me just uh, grab the link to that. What? How do you get? Whilst I'm finding that, what do you guys think about that? Tailored Pokemon shirts, where you can put on your own Pokemon on those shirts. What do you think about that? Again, uh, what is for us or is this for? No, 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 no. It's for it's for adults. Adults. Huh. Hmm. Uh, I guess. What do you mean by your own Pokemon? Is in like a, a fan-made Pokemon or just your favorite Pokemon? Your favorite Pokemon. Okay, that makes a bit more sense because thinking otherwise, how does copyright work on that? Are we just forgetting that for a second? But no, um, it's a cool idea. I, I don't really know what the price is on it though, so I can't comment on that. We so all, all we know who is would you have, though? who would you have on a Pokemon on your shirt? Uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not very good with memorizing Pokemon, but I, I, I quite like Eevee, <laughs> so that's that, that'd probably be it. No, fair enough. I like Eevee. She's a good Pokemon. Yeah, plain I mean, and simple. Charizard for me with um, Charizard with Mewtwo. I think I would have for mine. No, or Charizard Mewtwo and who else? Who else? Charizard Mewtwo and Vaporeon. Those are my top three. Like, because apparently it's the first 151 Pokemon that can only be put on the shirt. There's a link in the chat. I'm saying link or I call bullcrap on that. Well, there you go. It's true. You didn't. Did you see the press conference on? You were talking about it quite a bit. <laughs> you should be saying yes, yes, of course. Like, you know, because he's the most, he's the biggest poke nut there is. Um, but yeah, no, I just posted a link in the chat. There is a thing. It's only in Japan at the moment. Um, 
Oh, not the shirts, not the shirts bit. No. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair. I thought I thought you were talking about the shirts bit. Um, but yeah, there is a link to the chat, and it's in Japan only, only in Asia. But may, it should maybe, hopefully, come out on the West. They might bring it to the West. That's sometime in the future. It might be late this year. Might be next year. Who knows? But yeah, you can put your own Pokemon on those shirts, whichever ones you want, and you get it tailor made, which is really nice. All the hype on that. All the hype yeah. on that, indeed. And uh, just finally, as well, Pokemon Masters. It's a uh, it's a game coming out on Android and iOS where you can be able to uh, pick your po pick Pokemon trainers from the games, put them in a team with their partner Pokemon, and you just battle it out. Um, which... Sorry, mate. Go ahead. No, that's that's what I was gonna, I was going to say. What do you guys think about that? Is anybody else getting a sort of Final Fantasy vibe coming out of it? A bit, yeah. I see where you're coming from with that. So I remember re-watching re it, and uh, it literally just feels like it is a Pokemon version of Final Fantasy. The only big difference is, well, you get to pick the, tra the trainers you get is all of those. And which, how do you get to each trainer? And I'm going to guess Red is kind of like the big guy that you can get at the end, because he seems to be the pinnacle of the Pokemon trainers, isn't he? I would say so, yeah. I think you, at the beginning you meet, in, in the video, uh, you see Blue. So maybe Blue uh, is teaches you how to play the game. Um, and then you meet up with all the other Pokemon trainers like that you met in the past games. Um, which yeah. is, looks pretty cool, I have to say. That, that We only just saw like a little bit of it. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. The, the concept art looks amazing. And uh, Ripped Brock is a thing. <laughs> 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 as soon no, as he yeah. as, as soon as he does his like special move with Onyx, he just does like does like a kind of T pose like uh, like pose, and then he does his like legendary cross arm stuff. Which point his shirt comes off, and you just see him ripped as hell. It's like Jesus, Brock. <laughs> it's like I mean, not and that ladies and gentlemen is how beams start. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, in the in the in the Twitch chat, everyone was going freaking Craigasm. A few people were because they're filthy buggers. Um, you know, yeah, the Wakanda Forever sign though. Wakanda, yeah, Brock's doing Wakanda forever. <laughs> Brock is no, not canon. Brock is officially is actually from Wakanda. And Brock, Brock, Brock confirmed for being the Pokemon equivalent of Black Panther. <laughs> there hey, you go. That, that would be pretty badass, though. Can you just imagine? So, somebody do concept art of Brock dressed as Black Panther. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Um, so cool. I, I says, hi, tally-ho to you, I, I. How are you? I'm waiting for Pokemon on PC. Ah, see. May, may, maybe one day. Maybe one day it might happen. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I, that, that's about it. That's about it with that. So, yeah, as I say, uh, guys, from the press conference, what things are you looking forward to and what things are you just like, eh, meh? <laughs> uh, for me, the Pokemon Center looks amazing. The one thing we didn't cover, actually, Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah, uh, Detective Pikachu, well, too. Oh, love... I'm going to say for the Detective Pikachu is if it's not voiced by Ryan Reynolds, again, I ain't interested. It probably won't. It probably it, uh, Ryan Reynolds only did the movie. It's somebody else that's voicing Detective Pikachu in the game. Coming out on the Switch, might get some more info on the Pokemon Direct coming out later this week. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, that's cool. Detective Pikachu, I like Pokemon Masters. I think it's got a good concept to it, but I feel it's just gonna be like another Final Fantasy. Uh, Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep, I'm not too convinced about just yet. Mm. Viper, what about you? Um, Pokemon Home seems cool. 
I, for me personally, Pokemon Sleep seems too confusing. Uh, Pokemon Plus Plus, the name itself gives away my binge on that, also very confusing. Um, aside from that, the the new Pokemon Masters game seems an interesting concept. I'll need to see more of it, uh, be entirely on board, but I really hope it doesn't go Maricarp Tour mode and incredibly pay to win as a mobile game. Yeah. I'm sort of hoping. It, it, it will have some merits to it on its own that aren't give us money, please. I still haven't got that game yet. I need to. Is it out now? Um, no, the beta's out, but the reports are very, very poor. Oh, that's from great. what I'm hearing. That's good to know. Uh, yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. But yeah, that's it, guys. That's so. That's the end of the first topic. Jeez, that went. That was good. That was a good topic. Only an to hour. <laughs> Only an hour. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get on and uh, play some music, and uh, we're gonna play my choices, and then we're gonna start off with my great adventure, and then we'll go play some more songs, and then we'll do the second topic. So to kick Whoa. things off, we're gonna have some uh, a classic game on the PlayStation. We're gonna have from Ridge Racer. R who remembers Ridge Racer? That was a good racing game that was back in the day. <laughs> Remember that one? Goodness gracious. Yeah, from uh, Ridge Racer, we're going to play uh, Rhythm Shift, which is, uh, you know, very funky. And then after that, we have uh, a very classical uh, very classical Sega song from Rez. And um, Viper might know it because it's a Radio Sega edit, because it's long as hell. <laughs> <laughs> the long as hell version's the best one. Yeah, <laughs> just I know. We've been about the long as hell version, but we've been talking for long enough, so exactly. probably go with the short ones. I think some views will probably Oh, yeah. yeah. Iron says, our master's a gacha type game. Watch their profit skyrocket when they do swimsuit versions of some of the female trainers. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. And I says, oh, good Japan. Oh, Japan, indeed. And I is like, good timing. I missed most of the Nintendo segment. Yes, you did. There you go. Well, when we talk about Sega, who the hell knows? But uh, yeah, you've been listening to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. Me, James. And, and me, Viper. There you go. And somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> and we'll be back in just. We'll be back in just a little bit. Until then, enjoy the, these batch of songs, starting with From Ridge Racer. This is Rhythm Shift.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tally Ho Show, episode 12. So, what we just had was a dis, uh, discount wave. Why? Nope, oh, bye. Last one. Let's try it again. 
Well, we just recently had was Ridge Racer, Rhythm Shift, and Res Area, uh, Area 5, Radio Sega Edit. You guys enjoy them? Hell yeah. Yeah, they're good. Tunes! Tunes! They were alright, I guess. That's fine. I'm for I'm Radio Sega, man. I thought it was fine. I've come up with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, we are now on to our part, which is called Andy's Great Adventure. Part one. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you were here last time, basically, um, I got two different endings on my great adventures, or I should be called the great short adventures. Yep. So, hopefully, Andy will be hoping to pull them off for this next one. But because we have a special guest as well, Green Viper will actually be helping him as well during this adventure, and he will have a special power, which I'll be explaining later on. But for this uh, great adventure, we're actually going to be going off Freeway Fighter. From Ian Livingston's Fighting Fantasy Gamebook. Now, this is quite a good one because it's got a lot of different varieties into it, and I'm hoping we'll be able to get ourselves started. So, Mr. Andy, Mr. Viper, yes. you guys ready for your great adventure? Uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> oh, too bad, we're stuck here anyway. So, firstly, let's just quickly give you guys a news bulletin about what happened and how the story starts. The morning of the 21st of July, 2022, had started like any other. It was going to be a hot day, and the news on the Holovision was good. The three-day working week was now the normality, and England was to play the United States in the Football World Cup Final in Sydney. Jesus, in already, Sydney? I don't believe what? Even I don't believe right now what's going on. <laughs> what the hell? Wait, wait, what year is this again? Uh, 2022, apparently. Oh, apparently. Oh, well, well they got it wrong in the first place. <laughs> Because yeah. it ain't happened in Sydney, that's for sure. Yeah, you never know. There but, might be a new one. But, but in an alternate universe, it's probably playing in Sydney. Probably, yes. <laughs> Later that day, an unknown disease breaks out in New York and spreads out with devastating speed and, and fatality that before the government and scientists realised what was happening, half the population is dead. Four days after the outbreak, 85% of the world's population is dead. Communications, essential services, transport, and administration has broken down completely. Hang on, Most hang on, hang on. Gonna... James, can, can you can you say that again, please? What, what I just said? Yeah, where he's like completely. Communications, essential services, transport, administration had broken down completely. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done. Most survivors didn't know um, why they still live. They didn't know how to go on living. Brute force becomes the law. Riot, looting, destruction, and of course, drunkenness are common places. People would even kill for a can of beans. Depends on what beans it was, though. Same. Plus, yep. Large cities were soon abandoned due to lack of food and the risk of disease. And six months later, after the disaster, there remained two kinds of people. Those who wanted order again, and those who reveled in the disorder. Those who like beans, those who don't. don't like beans. I'm <laughs> yeah. in the don't like you beans. You are the so. lucky survivors living in the fortress yep. where you prefer the beans. Sod the beans, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this life, I'm yes. over. I'm done. <laughs> is that is that the end? Because I hate baked beans. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I'm almost there. Oh, okay, fair enough. The you guys are living in a fortress which has been named New Hope. You are working on the design of an early warning system to protect the town where you hear a knock at your door. 
It has two members of the town council, and they look very excited. They tell you that their radio has just picked up a message from a fortified oil refinery near San Anglo in the south. The people there are willing to exchange 10,000 litres of petrol for grain seeds to improve their food production. The inhabitants of New Hope could serve and use the petrol for generators and agricultural machinery. Bringing over 10,000 litres for this rare economy is too good an opportunity to miss, especially as the surplus stocks of grain and... And there are surplus stocks of grain and seeds. Casper agreed that you guys are going to head off, and they've chosen you, Andy, to lead this mission. Oh dear God! Not sure why, but I'm guessing they just really want you out of the place. No, they they ran out of like team leaders and stuff, sort of like uh, close their eyes, pick someone out of the list. You, eeny meeny mighty ah crap. <laughs> He's a dream, he'll do well. Yeah. In a very nice way though, mate, they have to tell you that a Dodge Interceptor has been prepared for your journey. It's going to be fitted with machine guns, radio, roof-mounted rocket launcher, ram bars, loudspeaker, and various defenses. Ooh. Including rear oil spray, tire shredding spikes, armor plating, and bulletproof windows. Lovely. Christ, why did we not get this? I know, that would be nice, wouldn't it, to have drive driving on the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday drivers, <laughs> take them down. <laughs> and uh, over the next two days, you supply supervised modifications to the interceptor. When it's finally ready, it looks like a battle car. You check it one last time to ensure the weapons work and that all your equipment has been packed away into various compartments. You run through the checklist, map, flashlight, medkit, compass, food, water, fuel, full canisters, two spare wheels, flight you, flight you fix, an instant puncture repairer, and tools. Finally, you put on the soldier holster of your revolver and leather jacket, which carries your bullets and knives. Satisfied you already, you climb into the driver's peering through your narrow steel slit as you allow your windscreen. You see the town's population gathered to wave you good- See ya! Bye! Bye! Get the hell out of here! Satisfied you- Yeah, pretty much. You start to get to the and crawl forward to the gate leading to the outside world. It is over a year since you last ventured beyond the wall you hope. And you are excited at the prospect of what you, you will find. So once again, Andy, Dan, are you ready to begin your journey? Let's Still see. no. No, not really. Okay. Just sit at home, eat some beans. Yeah, well I'll just I'll just eat bread. That's what I need. Because I don't Bread I don't. is not an option. Eat the mould. Oh god damn my life. <laughs> mould or beans? Yeah, fine, okay, I'll eat the mould in disgust. <laughs> In that case, ladies and gentlemen, let's begin your adventure! Right. The first thing to strike you as you cruise along the road is the speed of which everything has fallen into decay. You haven't realised how much maintenance is needed to support civilization. All around, buildings and fallen... Buildings are falling into ruin, abandoned, ca cars littered the roads in rusted disarray, grass and weeds have grown rampant everywhere. With nobody to hold them back, and packs of dogs and other wild animals roam freely. I, I love. You I, sorry, I, I love the fact that you, you're talking about this, and I'm playing the Route One Pokemon theme that you gave me. <laughs> nice and the nice happy music. There's death everywhere. <laughs> you stop at a small town, some 15 kilometers from New Hope, and switch up your engine. Suddenly, it's deathly silent. Apart from the eerie howl of a dog somewhere down the street. You're attempting to get out of the car to explore, but realise that this is an unnecessary risk. You're about to start your engine again, when suddenly, the sound of a shotgun breaks the silence. 
If you wish to get, uh, do you wish to get out of your car to investigate, or would you rather get the hell out of town? Jesus. Okay, what what do you think we should do, Viper, in this in this situation? Do you want to go for an investigation like the Scooby Doo gang, or do you think now nah, sod it? <laughs> um. Well, we, are we exactly the most qualified for an investigation? That that's the um that's the starting caveat. I mean, both internet personalities. We're not exactly known for our weightlifting abilities. Therefore, we're not going to be able to put up a fight, are we necessarily? Or could we? Well, you are onto the teeth. We so are. Well, I'm to the teeth, but it's just like, are we gonna, are we gonna be lucky with this? That's the only kicker. Are we gonna be lucky? And do we have enough training? Training, because you can have as many guns as you like if you don't know how to fire them. Yeah, I know, I know, Pre pretty much, pretty much on that. That's that's. Uh, I'm gonna leave this call to you. I'd say actually. Gonna, gonna leave this call to me, eh? I'm the sidekick here. You got to make the decisions in this case. Oh my god. Uh, okay, okay. Um, oh boy. Yeah, this will be uh, this will be an interesting one to take least. You know what? I mean, how how long have we been stuck on the road for? You've already just started to go out. So we are, we... Very... Nice bright and early, Benny. Nice bright and early. All right. I don't really want to be going through like like this crap. <laughs> I don't. Too early for this. Yeah, it says, as I'm, I think it's too early. It's too early for investigations. Um, so I think it might be best to, you know, get the hell out of here. So you guys, so you're basically gonna drive out of the town straight away. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's a good idea. Wouldn't you agree, Viper? I definitely agree with that one. Yep, we're going. Okay. So you decide to drive out of the town. <laughs> That was my sound effects. I apologize if it's rubbish. Yeah, no, it was, it was all right. It was pretty good. Okay, you run across the road and, and press yourself against the wall of a building, half expecting another shot to ring out. Your heart beats fast as you creep forward slowly to the corner of the building and look round. There is nobody in sight down the narrow street. You take one step around the corner and then a voice shouts out, Okay, that's far enough. One more step and you'll be full of holes. Where are you from? Do you want to tell him that you're from New Hope? Or would you rather tell him you're a lone road warrior living nowhere in particular? Hmm. That's a very, very good... Yeah. That's... Because I don't know. If, I, if, if, if we say we're from New Hope, does he even like New Hope? Or... What's he gained from knowing that we're from New Hope? Um, I don't know. I don't know, really. It's like, I don't know if he hates people there and will die, or if we say we're a lone warrior. But then if we say if we're a lone warrior, he might just be like, oh god, are you being tasked to kill me? And then they'll shoot us. So... But what if he's also a lone warrior? Perhaps he'll join us on our quest. Yeah, that's, that's another good point. That is another very good point indeed. Um... Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good one, that. Personally, I'd say take the risk, because what does he really gain in knowing that you're from there? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's honestly what I'm thinking. You know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Let's let's just say we're from New Hope, and hopefully he doesn't kill us. <laughs> Ooh, let's hope so. Okay, you ready? So you're going to go for... You're going to... From New Hope. Yeah, yeah, we're going to say we're from New yep. Hope. Okay. A man suddenly appears out of the doorway and walks towards you with a shotgun pointed at you. He looks at you sternly and says, 
That's where I'm heading. I've been cycling for over a week since my station wagon was ambushed and my wife and son were killed. I stopped here to get some cans of food from a supermarket back then when some crazy dogs attacked me. Shot one of them and the others ran off. My name's Johnson. Pleased to meet you. He puts down his shotgun and extends his hand for you to shake. Good work. He tells you he's a builder by trade and asks how further it is to New Hope and whether it is likely to be left in. You reply that it's only another 15 kilometers and his chances are good. They need skilled people. You also tell him about your mission, but he warns you not to stop at Joe's garage, which is about 8 kilometers out of town. They ain't got no petrol, they just rob people who stop there. You thank Johnson for the advice, wish him luck, and walk back to your interceptor. It's a powerful engine roars into life when you're turning ignition key, and you screech off once again. Good choice, good surprisingly. Choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we did we didn't die, so that's that's good. That's good. So we're we're continuing on with our with our adventure now. We're on the road. Yep, you now you're back into your car now, and you're driving off. You are soon out of town, zigzagging around wrecked cars and falling trees along the road. Further ahead, you see that a road joins the main highway south. There is a small filling station at the junction. It's called Joe's Garage. You stop as you are intrigued by the hot rod parked around the side, looking clean and in running condition. A young girl suddenly comes out of the office, wearing a t-shirt and blue jeans. She smiles and says, Hi, can I help you? If you wish to talk to her, would you rather talk to her, or would you rather drive up onto the highway? Hmm... We were... there's, a, there's a threatening aura, I'd say. Yeah, there, there is. Even though, I mean, if we weren't told about it, we would probably be like, Hi, yeah, nice to meet you, and then probably get screwed. But because we got told that Joe's garage is not very friendly, and they don't have any gas or petrol, and we might get robbed, or possibly dark, killed, um, uh, but it's like I, I want to take a risk and be like, do we do we talk to her and see what happens? But then I'm I'm a little bit worried about that. Hmm. That's my take on it as well. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with here with you here. What what was the special power again? Or do the I special do I... power? The special power is that actually should have mentioned it before. My apologies. Is that <laughs> if at Oops. any point we're in a battle situation. Dan, you can activate Green Viper's Viper attack, and it instantly kills the enemy in front of you. Oh, okay. Alright. I mean, if we get into a fight... I mean, maybe we can loot the place. can only use it once. Yeah, we can only use it once. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm just thinking, like, oh, well, you know, you never know. Maybe we could use it, and then steal everything in the garage. <laughs> but would you want to risk it too early and then find out you actually can't steal everything in the garage or anything? Yeah, in the garage that's, that's, a, that's another good point. That is a very no, another good point indeed. Um, nah, let's not risk it. Let's just go. Let's just get out of there. We've got told not to go there because it, you know, it's a threatening place and we got a mission to do. So we're, let's just let's just go. Okay, so you guys are going to drive up on the highway. Oh, we are, yes. Yep. Fair enough. So, you leave. despite the hazard of having to avoid abandoned cars, the highway is wide enough for you to gather plenty of speed. It's exciting to drive so freely without fear of being hauled in by the police for violence of traffic regulations. However, you smile as your speed reaches 190. You can definitely tell this was in... <laughs> definitely in America. Yep. But unfortunately, America. your joy is short-lived. 
You suddenly see a red Chevrolet, heavily reinforced with steel plating, coming straight towards you. Somebody is sitting in a small turret on the roof. A machine gunner! You think to yourself that maybe having to deal with the police in the old days wasn't so bad compared to what's coming at you right now. You breathe in deeply and get ready to press the machine gun fire button. You are now taking on the red Chevy. So, how we're going to do this is simple. I have a random number generator ready. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to enter between 0 and 10. Andy and Dan, you have a choice. You have a choice and I've given you the number of 7. Now, do you go higher or do you go lower? Hmm. It doesn't really get much higher than that. You get a few, but not many. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to release my inner Bruce Forsyth here. <laughs> <laughs> higher than seven, or lower than seven? Good game, good game. Um, I want. I want to say higher, actually. Oh, interesting. Uh, what, what do you think? You think maybe lower? Well, if you're feeling a bit risky, then um, I'll take the risk with you here. But yeah. it's entirely your fault if it goes wrong. Uh, yeah, you know what? We got it. You have to take risks in this stuff. So let, let's go higher. Okay, higher than a seven. A five. Oh God damn it! Bloody course. At the end of this, what happens is Andy and Dad both need to get three wins, and they succeed and carry on. If they get three losses. Well, we'll have to see what happens, won't we? So, you've already got one loss. So, from a five, do we go higher or lower? Kippy says in the chat, Damn it, Tandy, you had one job. <laughs> one <laughs> job and I blew it. So, hello, Kippy. Nice to meet you, man. Tally-ho, hope you're well. Who are you? Um, what do you want to go? You want to go... We, we got five this time. Should we go higher? This is this, this is mixed now. Yeah, because um, it's like 50-50. It's 50-50. I... I I was going to say higher anyway, so you, All right. you've got the same opinion here. And um, if you if you mess this up, it's both of our faults this time. Okay, so yeah, I'd, 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 I'd rather take half the blame than all of the blame, so let's go higher. Okay, higher than a five! A four! Oh, come on! That's too much joint pain. The joint pain right now. Now, I know if I say lower this time, you it's going to go freaking higher. You now have one, only one chance if you do not... If you get another wrong one, that's it. Five, but you still have a chance to get three more wins. Five, so can I just higher, can I activate that special ability? And just kill, can I just activate the special ability? Just kill him instantly. <laughs> you want to activate Viper's special ability? Uh, I mean, hmm. well, what do you think, Viper? I mean, it's my special ability, so I've got to be comfortable with this after all. Yeah. Um, how comfortable do you feel? Do you feel we can take the chance, or do you want to just go? Well, let's just risk it and see what happens. I sort of want to have that script mentality and go higher again, just to really stick with it until it actually until it actually comes true. But oh, I wouldn't mind using the special ability here at all if if you think that's the smarter decision. And then, yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, you weigh up the consequences, I guess. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean, like I at this point, I don't want to die straight away. So let's use the special ability. Okay, so just to confirm, right now. You are using his ability to get yourself out of this stick. Yes. Yes. Roger that. So, you use Viper's special ability. Has it worked? 
Good work, guys. You have survived. So we're still the story. <laughs> Yay. For now. For now. For now. <laughs> okay, you stop your interceptor to examine the burning wreck. Who were these people, and why did they attack you without warning? You shake your head and hit the accelerator, eager to reach your destination. You are passing a security truck and thinking about all the money inside it, which is now useless. When suddenly, a voice comes through on your radio above the crackling static. It is one of the New Hope's leaders. She tells you how a gang of bikers have just attacked New Hope, killing eight people in the process. <gasps> After a short battle, they were e eventually beaten off. She warns you to be on the lookout for them as they have kidnapped Sinclair, your council leader. You acknowledge the message and say goodbye. After an hour or so of driving without any further incident, you notice that your petrol gauge is dropping. The interceptor is very heavy on petrol, so you stop and pour some of the contents of the fuel canister into the tank, realizing that you will have to find some more petrol very soon. A few kilometers further, and you know your luck has really run out. There must have been a car crash at the time of the disaster, which has caused a huge tailback of now abandoned cars. It is impossible to continue along the highway. You reverse back to the last exit and drive off the highway. You must decide which way to head along the road which crosses over it. Do you want to drive east? Or do you want to drive west? Ooh. Make your decisions. Is this is this going to be the cliffhanger part now? If we pick this, we're going to have to wait until part two, or we... <laughs> nope, you've still got... Nope, you've, only, you've still got 15 minutes left. 15 well, minutes? 15 minutes, really? Yeah, I'm surprised about that. Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. It's east or okay. west? I mean, west is gonna... west is best. I always say. I'm gonna go with something that's uh, really petty, but both both uh, slightly east in some regards. So, hmm. You want you want to go east? Well, I want to go east. You know, from the east and all that it makes oh, sense okay. from my perspective. And you want you want to counter that because I. Your Vancouver roots. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? Because you're the guest viper, we'll we'll go we'll go with your direction. So we'll we'll go we'll go east. We'll go east. You guys are gonna go east. Yeah. Well, do that. You then turn east. You pass an ambulance parked off the road to your right, but see no sign of life. Do you want to stop and investigate the ambulance, or would you rather keep on driving east? So you see. I don't... I don't think the ambulance really benefits us in any way whatsoever. I don't see why we'd have anything that would inside the ambulance that would actually I mean, help the operation here. Health packs, anything medical in case we injure ourselves. At least we've got that just in case. It's true, and in theory we could take the vehicle if it still had petrol in it. Yeah, so... if, it has, if it has petrol, we could we could take the petrol from it. That's one of them. Hmm, there's a high risk reward ratio here now that you're actually um, mentioning it. There's really not that much risk in comparison to the reward from what I'm feeling, so I'd say go for it. Yeah, let's go in the ambulance. You want to go to the ambulance? Yep. yep. Okay, you guys are investigating the ambulance. Ambuloso. You park your interceptor and walk back to the ambulance. The driver's cab is empty. Although the ambulance looks like it has been driving quite recently. Do you want to open the rear door and look inside? Or would you rather get back inside your car and head east? Yeah, we've got to open it. So open, open the rear door and see what's inside. Hopefully no one's going to jump out. But 
In this time, in this been waiting there for one year. <laughs> yeah, one year to strike. In this case, we need to find the medical supplies just in case. So, yeah, we'll open the door. You want to open the door? Yep. Open that door. Open that door. Okay, we are opening the door. You turn the handle and you pull. An explosion, oh, accompanied by the brilliant white flash and deafening noise, sends you reeling backwards. The door was booby trapped. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> Ow, god. Yeah, that that freaking kills. That does. <laughs> door hangs off. Oh, door hangs off its hinges, but there was nothing inside the ambulance. Its owner will probably be on his way now to see who he has caught. You feel too weak to reach the interceptor and decide to crawl into hiding. Do you want to hide in the grass, or do you want to hide under the ambulance? Well, you guys are in trouble now. Yep. Damn it. I, I, oh man, out of all the things that could get booby-trapped, a bloody ambulance. Really? Really? Jesus Christ. Um... I don't know what would be safer because if he if he has the keys to the ambulance or we hide under the ambulance, he might run over us and we'd be dead. Um, There's that, and also the fact that one of the most common places for bombs on cars is the underside of the cars. So yeah, there's point. a chance there might be an unexploded bomb underneath the car. Yeah, that's another good. It's like ambulance, sorry. Yeah. Okay. What what's what's the um what's the downside to the grass? Well, In he may. I mean, hopefully it's tall grass. If it's not, then, you know, he may see us. You might catch a Pokemon, you never know. You never know, you never know. <laughs> you might catch a Pokemon. Hopefully a Pokemon might show up and he can get distracted. We can get in the car and get the hell out of there. Um, a booby... I, just think the, I just think the ambulance has too many problems hiding underneath you. You could get run over, you could blow up again, whereas the grass... It's, it's mm. kind of safe. Ad kind of? Admiral says a booby-trapped ambulance. Talk about ironic. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> um, okay, we'll, we'll hide on. We'll hide in the grass. Kippy, come on, use the use the ver version Andy will get. <laughs> oh, sh <laughs> wee you, wee you, <laughs> wee boo, wee boo. <laughs> oh no, pretty much. Okay, uh, so you guys are gonna you guys are gonna hide in the grass, then, are you? Yeah, we're gonna hide in the grass. Definitely. Okay, you crawl. You crawl painfully into the tall grass and wait. Soon enough, you hear the noise of an approaching footsteps. Through the grass, you see a scruffy man, gun in hand, standing only a few meters away. A cigar hangs out the corner of his mouth, and around his head is tied a red headband. He is obviously the man who set the booby trap. Suddenly, he sees your trail of blood leading into the grass. He turns and fires blindly into the grass. Now then, this is a test of luck situation we have another random number oh, oh god <laughs> it's over this it's is a test of luck guys you should know this okay so i'm gonna pick a random number okay yeah stopped right now i'm gonna make it easy for you guys you have one of two choices at the number five is a higher than a five or lower than a five Okay, we That's get the main question. We guys. get free. I made it so much easier. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, last time we did higher than higher than five. Should we just go lower, despite the fact that the the RNG is not going to be on our side, and we'll and it will oh. be higher. 
<laughs> I wanted to say higher just to be just to be really stubborn, but they're they're lower. Actually, we could we could go higher. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I want to stick to my gun. Oh, I want to stick to my guns, which are originally your guns, which I've sort of stolen off you. Oh, okay. Wait, how dare you? <laughs> we don't need them anyway. We're gonna die here. So yeah, um, good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah, all right. We'll, we'll we'll go higher. We'll go higher. You might go higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> well, well done, guys. It was higher. You got ten. Woo! Oh, Ooh, ten! We're, we're alive! We're alive for now! So <laughs> the bullet thuds into the ground only a meter away. You immediately sit up and return fire. Now we're back into the battle phase. You're now taking on the highwayman. Highwayman. Oh, highwayman. Take me by the hand. Now we're back to the <laughs> loss and the wins. Now, because this is a brand new battle, your losses have been reverted back to zero. So you now start with a clean slate. Thank God. So, we're going to start off with the random number generator again. And we're going to start off with the number... <laughs> Why are you constantly <laughs> clicking? Just click once and give us a number. <laughs> oh, 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 fine, thanks, but I just gave you a number nine. Okay, fine. It's like... So, if you want to go higher or lower than nine. I swear if it gets ten, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going lower. <laughs> lower. <laughs> You going lower? Yeah. It's lower! Hooray! Okay, one win down, two to go. So, you now have four. So, do you go higher or lower than a... Higher or lower than a four? I want to be risky. I want to go lower. You want to go lower? I want to go lower. Well, at least it, it's it's a clean slate still. We've got zero on the, on the, on the misses. So, yeah, go lower. Let's do it. Well, I got lower than a four. A one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Get in there. You're now at two wins. So, I don't know. This might be a good. This might be an easy one. Higher or lower than a one? No. Oh. Uh, uh, God, this is a hard one. Jesus. By the way, just remember, this one is between ten and zero. Can, can I call? Uh, can I, can I phone a friend? Lower. Can I phone, phone a friend? No, you can't. I can't find a friend. God damn. damn it. You know oh, what? Yeah, let, let's let's just go higher, shall we? Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm a bit. I, f I feel it's a bit risky, but yeah. I mean, it is. But it. sometimes you've got to take risks in life. So yeah, let's go higher than one. Okay, are you guys ready? Yeah. Higher than a one gives you. A seven. You've survived. Yay! Yay! On to the next one! <laughs> you search through the dead man's pocket and find 150 credits! Ooh. Add a pair of knuckle dusters! Hey! You pocket your findings and when you feel strong enough, you limp back to your interceptor, wondering how long your med kit will last. You turn the ignition key and burn up the road, heading east. Hype on that. Hey, you won your first battle, so be happy about that, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's good, it's good. <laughs> Super power of teamwork. Indeed, indeed. Okay. You flash past a road sign which shows a turning to the south immediately ahead. You wish to drive south? Would you rather drive south? Or would you rather keep cruising east? I mean, we've almost gone down south with this uh, with this campaign. 
shall we go we're, down we're, south even more? <laughs> we're both southern at heart as well. Yeah, so we are. It's gotta we be are. south. Gotta go down south. You're going down south? Yeah, we're going down south. Okay, let's go down to the south. Yeah. A, a few miles down the road, you come to a small, crudely constructed wooden bridge which crosses a narrow river. There's a sign nailed to the bridge warning you not to cross the river. If you intend to drive across, do you want to drive across regardless, or would you rather turn around and drive back to the last junction? Ooh. I'm not the driver here, so it's the driver's decision. You know what? We've we've gone through like. <laughs> We just survived the bloody explosion. I don't want to go down a bridge and it breaks and, you know, we have to go through more bullcrap. So I think we're going to skip it. I.I. says, what I miss? I had to go to Old House to pick up some dry clothes. Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly. We're, do we're, doing, uh, we're doing a choose-your-own-adventure-style segment for today. Andy, my great adventure with Viper. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to skip the bridge. We're going to skip the bridge. Okay, you're sitting back at the T-junction and stop to decide which way to head. If you wish to turn right, or would you rather turn left to head west? So basically, carry on the way you were, or do you want to go back to from where you came? Keep going where we're going. <laughs> we're going east. Yeah. Okay, you're going to continue on. Yeah, we are. The road is open, and wrecked cars are an infrequent hazard. The speedometer reads well above the maximum speed limit I used to control the road. But you now know that there is no chance of getting a speeding ticket. You're driving, however, a roadblock of upturned cars and trucks comes into view. You slow down and survey the scene, sensing danger. What will you do? Will you fire a rocket into the roadblock? Will you try to drive around it? Or will you turn around and head back to the last junction to head south? Because you just came from south. I think you've only got two options here, lads. Right. Can we just blow, um, blow up the roadblock? Yeah, just be mindful of the number of rockets we have, I guess. Uh, how many rockets do we have? <coughs> well, geez, just took water and almost died. <coughs> Good job, You have Good job, GM. four rockets at the moment. Four rockets. Ah. Because it's where we need to go. We need to go east. Yeah, it's got to be the rockets. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fire a rocket at the roadblock. <laughs> fire a rocket at the roadblock? Yep. Are you certain? Yep. Yep. Yep, do it. Okay, then. Boom! Reaching forward, you press the rocket launcher. The interceptor shakes as the rocket is fired. An explosion which follows immediately is loud and blinding. When the smoke clears, you see that the roadblock no longer exists. However, you hear the roar of the motorcycle engine starting up and see two leather-clad armed riders appear from behind a bush and blaze up on the road through the hole in the roadblock. The passenger turns and fires a warning shot at you as the bike races away. Do you want to drive after them or would you rather let them get away? Um, oh, wait, those are the bikers that have got our counsellor, haven't they? If, uh, if I recall. If so, you, you've got to do it. You can't, can't. shy away from that. We need, we need our counsellor back for 
some unexplained reason. Yes, for some that unexplained counts, reason. Man. I mean, I don't know if he's a bit of a dick or not, but still, you know, he's uh, he's, he's our counselor, so we have to uh, we have to catch up with them. So let's do that. Okay, you want so you want to go after them then? Yep. Yep. Well, you don't need to, because before you have the time to catch them, they turn around and drive straight towards you. The machine gun above the headline blazes red and white as it spits out bullets at you. You press the accelerator down hard on the floor and race the interceptor towards them. Your finger clutching the machine gun trigger. We're now in a battle with a motorcycle. Ooh. So, it's up to you then, lads. It's time to begin the next fight. So, we're now going to start again. So, we're going to choose a random number. And this is number... Oh, well, that's perfect. That's number five. Great. Oh, not Great. again. <laughs> not the five. Anything but the five. Dungeons and Dragons kind of cool. Yeah, pretty much. It's what, <laughs> it's what it is. It's what it is, what we're doing right now. Um, okay. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So, you, you want to say higher or lower? You're saying higher, Viper? Yeah, I've been right too many times now, so this is likely going to be wrong, but Guts is higher. Okay, let's do it. Let's go higher. This is this is your fault if we screw up, all right? I've taken full blame <laughs> one time, and then we took half the blame. Now you're going to take the full blame if we get it wrong, all right? Okay, okay start the go. hashtag. Yeah. Higher five. It's a five, but that still counts, yeah. so I'll give you the win for that. Okay, cool. I'll take that. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a brush with death. Brush with death, so pretty much. Death. Yeah. Okay, next up is a higher or lower than a five. Higher. You wanna go higher than a five? It's a I'll four. You. Oh frick! At least why don't go with you? No. No. <laughs> Not God. Higher or lower than a four, lads? Oh god. Lower. Lower. Do it. Lower than a four. A five. A oh, two. Jesus Christ! A five again? Not again. Oh. Do I go higher or lower than five? God, my life. This is this is stressing me out now. You have no idea. Um. <laughs> what do you do God. in this situation? Extincts um, are telling me higher. Higher it is. Yeah, do it. Do it higher. You guys want to go higher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher than a five. A ten. Yes. <laughs> Two wins. Losses. Now then, the last one. Do I go higher or lower than ten? Oh well, I mean, um, Jesus Christ, another tough one. Uh, higher again, honestly. Yeah, let's go higher again. Oh no, wait, hang on. No, my gut is telling me we should go lower. I don't know. It's just a whim. I'm just getting a whiff, a whiff mm, of I, this. I don't know if I can go with this, but fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. Is it going higher or lower than a ten? If we get a ten again, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Lower. lower, lower than a ten. Unfortunately, we have to pause the game. I'm afraid Mum has arrived home, and you haven't done your chores yet. Oh no! Not Mum again. Not again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> She's going to be so, so mad at me. <laughs> so, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are to pause the game. And we shall hopefully carry on for after the third topic. Or we might have to wait till next week's adventure to find out how Andy gets on. 
Someone. I love that. I.I. just says someone just joining is going to think you're playing the play your cards right. Higher or lower than a ten? Good game. Good game. Yeah, pretty much. Audience says go higher. Kif Kiffy says audience says go higher. Come on, <laughs> gotta go higher, bro. Okay, so that is the end of pausing Andy's great adventure. So I think we've talked on one another, ladies and gentlemen. So I think we should go on to our next batch of music choices. Do I you think, think so? I think we should. Excellent. And Dan, what do you think, mate? Should we carry on or should we go for more music choices? Definitely some music. It's two hours into the show. We need some more music. Yes, I think we do, actually. <laughs> okay, so now we're going on to my music choices, and we're going to start off at Captain Cadaver from the game Maximo Goes to Glory. And you are currently listening to the Tally Ho Show with me, James. Me, Andy. Oh, right, I'm here as well. Me, Viper. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, Green, and our special guest today, Green Viper. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your tunes, and we will be right back in just a second.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. So, the songs that we just had are for my own personal choice. We had Captain Cadaver from Maximo Ghost to Glory. And, of course, the main theme of one of the best games I've ever played. If not, one of the best soundtracks I've ever played. It's Tomb Raider 3. So, we've now had Andy's Great Adventure. And we now had Andy's Topic. Which now means it's now time for my topic. Now, we've all played games recently in the past, uh, whenever, where everything comes back and it gives us a satisfying conclusion, but we're so happy that we've learned anything. However, once in the blue moon, we do get that one game where you do everything you can, you complete the game, you get the credits running, and right at the end, you think to yourself, I've got a few questions. So of course that makes, so my second topic today is what game or games as in trilogy wise or series have you played that has made you think okay what I got a question I have a few questions about this firstly blah 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 so for this one I'm actually going to start off with Mr Andy Wilson so Andy what game has ever made you think huh uh quite a good couple actually I always like Shenmue 2. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't really say Shenmue 2. I haven't played Shenmue 2, so I can't really say how that ending went. Um, one of them, which I have... I, both of them I played on stream. Uh, one I've completed, one I actually just did on a sub-appreciation stream uh, last year. But um, And people will say that it's my favourite game because I stupidly said it on podcast one time and I didn't mean it. And that is Superman 64. Yes, said it. I said it by mistake, all right? It's Alex moment. No, it's not Alex moment, all right? Shut up. <laughs> Superman 64. Yeah, I've got... done too many Alex moments for that particular piece. Whatever, whatever. Superman 64 funny. honestly got me in a I have many questions. Not just when I streamed it, but when I... Lex wins. Shut up, Kippy. Um... <laughs> when I first played it as a kid, you know, when you first, you know when the game first came out. Thank you, Viper. Thank you for giving me a Lex Losers. I appreciate that. We lost. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. 
It was your favourite game. You meant to hate it. No, no, I hate the game with a passion. But it's your favourite game. No, it's not. Don't go back on your word. No, it's not. It's not my favourite. It's illegal game. to lie on the internet. I'm not Addy, lying on we, the internet. Addy, we have evidence to suggest that you said that you preferred Super Mario 64. Do not make I, me I say it I meant again. to say Super Mario 64. All right. <laughs> All right, that's what I meant to say. I was tired. I was exhausted. Uh, my brain wasn't functioning at that time. Okay, cut me some slack. No, uh, no slack given. But all seriousness, you know when the game first came out on the N sixty four, and you know people were like, "Oh my god!" Like Superman on the Nintendo sixty four, like the animated Superman looks so good. It's brilliant. And then, you know, you put the game in and stuff, and you have to go through all the red rings and do... Like, not red rings, all the rings and do the missions, do more rings, do a mission, more rings. And it's just like, what the hell? Not even ending, completing the game, just the first level got you saying, I have many questions regarding about this. One, why does it even exist? Two, how the hell can you fail so much about this? And three, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Apparently it was supposed to come out on the PS1, which, if it did, it would have been a better improvement of the game, but it never happened. Um, you know, it had even an underwater level, it seems, after looking at a YouTube video about it. Spider-Man wearing a scuba dive outfit, which is a bit weird, because doesn't he breathe underwater? Because he's... What, Spider-Man? <laughs> Superman. You said Spider-Man, though. Did I? Very confusing. That's that's not his number one feature. That's not Spider-Man's best feature. Did I say no? Please. <laughs> did I actually say that? Jesus Christ! Yes. What am I doing? <laughs> it's again. That is a Lex Wind. That's a Lex Wind. Whatever. Superman. Lex, I meant Lex to say. One. I can't help it because Spider-Man's my favorite superhero of all time. So you know, I prefer I prefer, <laughs> yes. Spi prefer Spider-Man to Superman to be honest. But yeah. Anyway, Superman 64. Superman doesn't he breathe underwater? I think. He does. He has that. He has that power. He can do whatever he wants. So him wearing a scuba dive outfit is a bit like, oh, that's a bit weird. If not, they can BS their way into it anyway because it's Superman. He can do anything. Yeah, including breathing underwater if they want him to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much in a way. Anything with kryptonite. Yeah, if you're done with kryptonite, then you're screwed. So, but yeah, that game got me a few questions. It's not my most favorite game, so stop talking about it. <laughs> Spider-Man Spider 64? Was, <laughs> was there a Spider-Man game on the N64? I think, I think there, was. there was. There was yeah. one, if I recall. I know there was Spider-Man on PlayStation, which was really, really good. I enjoyed that when it came out. Um, Superman just can't hold breath for ages. Well, well, yeah. Hey, guys. What? What's up, Kippy? What's he scheming? What? He always schemes. <laughs> he's going to raid my fridge. That's what he's going to do. That's his new thing. He likes to raid my fridge. Jesus. Solve my fridge, Lex. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But another game. Another game. <laughs> Let's keep talking about... Oh, God. Um, another game is Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. So, that game, as I like to call, as we called it on Season 1, the Sonic 06 The Spyro franchise, um, when I first got it, it's like Spyro on the next-gen consoles, i.e. Xbox, GameCube, and PS2. Brilliant! Amazing! You know, finally we get to have this next-gen Spyro. I'm hyped. Got it on the GameCube. And finishing the level, it raised many questions. First of all, how can you ruin such a great franchise with an abomination like that? And it wasn't Insomniac Games. It wasn't Insomniac Games that made it. It was a different gaming company. I forget the name of it. Um, but they did, a, they did a poor job anyway, so they don't get a shout-out. Um, and second of all, just like... The boss, the final boss, Ripto. Ripto coming back. 
Wasn't Ripto dead? I thought Ripto died in the pit of fire, fire but apparently not. Um, he's still alive and kicking. And uh, Crush and Gulp are back, even though they were supposed to be dead. Um, so that raised me questions as a kid. And then second of all, when you face Ripto, once you kill him, there's no dramatic death or anything like that. It's just him saying like, well, it's not, you know, I'll be back. Oh, it's like, dragons don't live forever, do they? Credits. He's wheeled into an ambulance. <laughs> the credits roll. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> now, see, that would have made sense. Back. Yeah, if he got rolled into an ambulance. Oh, oh me hip. <laughs> Third degree burns. I don't have insurance. God oh. damn it. This is going to cost me millions of gems. And then Moneybags is like, well, I can help you out with that. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Just run away, Moneybags. I in the mood for you today. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that got me... Those are my two games, Superman 64, which is not my favourite game, hush you lot in the chat, and um, Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. What about you, James? Um, my one, actually, I've got a couple. Uh, one of them would be... Um, it's actually Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. Oh, because okay. I, it That's was a all good right, way but then all of a sudden, we seem to have go off into the new world and then all of a sudden he's like oh yes well this is my child and i'm also about to fly i'm also about to sail off to a new world hold on hold on hold on when did you come up with this shit? when did this happen you literally did there was nothing there for at least a cutscene now all of a sudden you've got everything it's a little bit odd and probably else was uh, the five nights at freddy's franchise oh so don't give me one. five nights at freddy's is one of the probably the biggest horror games I've ever uh, I've ever played and I love it to pieces it just really 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 got with me but every time they seem to bring out a new game there seems to be more and more story added to it but it gets more and more and more confusing because then there was like um, at the beginning there was something uh, then there was a bite then you find out the bite of 87 then there was a purple guy then you find out about uh, a baby then you find out about this like Hang on, hang on, hang on. Give me a second. I'll try to piece all the freaking pay, uh, the pieces together and find out what the hell this all means. Yep, and now we got a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's VR game that's coming Oh out. my god. I called that earlier during our season, uh, season one, mate. I said yeah. they need to bring out a Five Nights at Freddy's VR, and they fucking yeah. did. Yeah. So I am calling that. I am how happy with that. You, you, yeah, you, you know, <coughs> on, on PSVR, no doubt. So Markiplier has played it. I think he has, I think. I don't yeah, know. so was uh, Jacksepticeye as well. He's played it, and I'll yeah. click a few more of the um, big uh, Let's Play gamers have done it as well. And yeah. the one as well, the main one, the main one I think was Star Wars: The Force Unleashed Two. See, there, I, I, well, I wanted to play the Force. I never got the chance to play the Force Unleashed and the Force Unleashed Two. I heard that there is a multiple ending choice on the Force Unleashed. You could either go to the good side or the dark side. And all that, and apparently that you're not the true self. He's like Shadow the Hedgehog, your character. There's like multiple Android versions of the same character. Um, now, what about the Force Unleashed Two? Because it's the same bloody character. Is it a different story, or is it like do they keep the same things, or is it entwined with the first game? Well, apparently he uh, it's a brand new character. It's the exact same character, but he's a clone. But then he tries to become brand new, and then he gets help. And then he goes back to Vader, basically the place he started, kills all his clones. He then goes back to his 
it then takes on Vader, decides that he's not gonna actually kill him. He's then gonna hide, he's gonna keep him locked up. He then flies away with his girlfriend at the time, when then Jango Fett follows him, and then that's it. Oh. Not really much of a conclusion. I think they, the plan was to make a third film, a uh, third game for it, but it did so poorly the second game that they decided, nah, we're not going down this route. Yeah, I, ne I never really... I heard that the second game was uh, not that good, not that great than the first game. So but I haven't played it. I want to play it at some point. I want to get it and try it out. But yeah, no, I heard the first Force Unleashed was really, really good, but the second game didn't work out pretty well. So... Interesting, interesting. Viper, what about you? Do you have any games that made you think you have so many questions that probably wouldn't I've... get answered? <laughs> I've got two. Okay. One of them is a semi-counterpick to yours, or one of yours, and then another one is a brand new title from someone who's normally pretty good on answers, but I get the feeling I'm not going to get answers from them um, yeah. with regards to this game. First one, I'm going to plain and simple in comparison to the second. Um, you, you pick your Spyro, um, you enter the Dragonfly, Dragonfly, I pick Crash Bandicoot, The Wrath of Cortex. Ooh. What the hell Ooh. happened there? <laughs> okay. The, the the fourth one, the one that you know when Spyro came out on the next gen PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, the, sorry, the yeah, yeah. Now okay, I, I didn't. I thought it was okay. Like in a way, it kind of did. Does but it... what, what what was your intake on it, Viper? Um. Well, I haven't beaten the game, so I can't really sort of comment on the whole thing and the story, etc. In fact. It's one of the... Maybe this would have been good on my least memorable games list, because I really don't remember much about it. <laughs> but yeah. this just suddenly came back to me while thinking over this question. You mentioned Jaspyro, and I thought, hang on, what is it with these four PlayStation games going multi-platform and then becoming dreadful? Yeah, because... I agree. I agree with that. Because... Well, see, I, I, liked, I liked Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex. I thought that was a pretty decent game. Well, the thing that... The thing I always mention with Wrath of Cortex is the reason there are quite a few people out there who will defend it and like it. I always chalk that up to the game being a pretty poor man's recreation of Crash 3. It borrows a lot of stuff from that game, which is why I think people find merits in it, because it's very similar to Crash 3. Yeah. In ways, which is... So it borrows things from it. That's why I'd consider it that way, but... The graphics are dreadful. It looks worse than the game on the previous gen hardware. The lighting's awful. The character models look nothing like them pre their previous selves. The level design in general, uh, its difficulty is chalked up to, let's just put a bunch of nitro crates everywhere, which kill you in one hit, because that's challenge, not having, you know, your crates over your bottomless pits like you did in the first game or enemies, anything like that. No, let's just have instant death. Scattered around, so you have to inch they along. They crates in number two, though. Yeah, they had them there, but it's just the abundance of them in um, Wrath of Cortex. They're all over the place. They they use them constantly. There's just these like almost maze-like structures where you've got to tiptoe through them to avoid getting hit by nitros and all these minecart levels where it's just scattered with nitros and. Yeah. Very poor level design where you go, why this is such a downgrade from what you previously had. And that's the many questions I have usually boil down to how did you go step backwards when you're on newer hardware? 
And that's really the question I would ask. And uh, if anyone has the answers, um, please let me know it. on the hotline. Please let us know on the Tally Ho hotline. Yeah, the Tally Ho hotline, which we'll be setting up exclusively to talk about this game. But unlike Spyro, um, <laughs> unlike Spyro, Crash bounced back a bit because Crash Twin Sanity, the game which came after, is surprisingly my favourite Crash, which people would also disagree with because I'm like that. But that's my favourite one. It, I think it's very good, unlike Spyro, which just sort of continuously got worse and worse and worse until people say, Reignited, this is better. But um, it's the same games again. It's it's the same quality that the original games were. That's sort of my take on that bit, anyway. But, I mean, the, uh, Le the Legends games weren't too bad. I kind of enjoyed them. Like, see, New Beginning was good. I mean, Eternal Night I liked a lot. But yeah, no, I, I get that, you know, because it was a different intake of the Spyro franchise. A lot of people were just like, oh, God. But it brought in some new fans to it as well. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, you know, Spyro went slowly downhill when Crash went steadily back up, in a way. Not steadily back up even, as Crash was a bit more of a fluctuation more than anything, but Spyro, minus the first Legend game, I'd say, it was pretty consistently down. Hmm. So Crash at least has that going in his favour, but for this one particular instance, I just go, what the hell were you thinking? And what went wrong, more importantly, in regards to Wrath of Cortex? But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's more people who like it than I thought. Uh, so keep defending it, and... I'll put up with my bad opinion for the rest of my days on that one. Uh, everyone's opinion matters on the Tally Ho show, even if Andy did think Superman 64 is the best game ever. Shut up, James. <laughs> Don't feed them. Don't uh, feed the trolls. Yeah, I know. I, I gotta stop feeding them, otherwise they're gonna get they're gonna get bloated and explode. Actually, that's good. Overfeed them and they explode. There you go. <laughs> That's how you getting into it. weird territory here now, Andy. Just anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, also, anyway. so I think we should. So, if you guys are happy, I think we'll conclude this by saying uh, going through. So, Andy, I think your, I, I, I think Piper's got. I think Piper's got one more game to talk about. Oh, yes, I do. I have one more game, and I should also say as well: be thankful that we mentioned the Legends of Spyro for so long without chat mentioning anything about it. See, they are good. I, they are controlled. Yeah, some to some extent. I'm surprised Iron hasn't said anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Iron has a perfect opportunity to mention a certain character, and he has not done so yet. A certain maybe character a in a certain body pillow. I don't freaking know. Wait for it. It's going to come Any at some second. point. Any second. Drum roll, please. <laughs> as, as, we, as we wait for it, Cinder. Well, oh, Ed, there we go. Edge said it. Not Iron, surprising. <laughs> we haven't even given Edge a hello yet. Hello, Edge. <laughs> no, we didn't. Hello, tally-ho, tally-ho. We've been too busy, like, talking and stuff. He says, British man, you're too tired. You should go to bed and down bees your house. Fantastic. Good to know. Thank you very much once again for that, Edge. Anyway, second game, second game. Yes. So it's one which Andy has no connection with, but he has connection with the first game. Oh, okay. yeah. Spark the Electric Jester 2. Oh, okay. I mean, I I haven't played the second game yet. I, I want to get it. Um, now, that's very interesting. Ayn's <laughs> like, not what? I turned my head away. What did you say, Pat Sharp? Oh, God, he's bringing that freaking meme, Radio Sega meme. Back from the dead. Back from the dead. Rise. <laughs> Pat Sharp rises again. Pat Sharp, rise from your grave. Uh, now, explain this to me. What, what, why is Spark the, Spark the Electric Jester 2 in your games of You Have Many Questions? 
Um, well, I, this entirely comes down to one thing that I must ask you first, which is, since you want to play the game, are you particularly bothered on story spoilers? You don't really come to these games for story most of the time with his fan games or with his public games, most people wouldn't, but what's your take on it? I mean, if I'm really excited for a game, um, I'd, I'd hold off on, I'd be like, no spoilers. I think for this, I kind of like, don't want to be spoiled, but maybe if you want to talk a little bit about it, just like in explain in a bit of detail, that'll be fine. Okay, there is there is one specific instance I want to mention, which is the final line of the game, so I'll tell you to like, la 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 or something. But chat room likewise, I'll give you warnings, but it is incredibly funny. Okay, what so what, what 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 I'll do is uh, when you tell me about it, I'll um I'll I'll leave I'll leave my set my set. I'll walk, I'll grab a drink of water, and then let me know how long it's going to be, and then I'll come back within that time limit. <laughs> it, it won't be all that long, but uh, the, my main my main sort of what-the-hell questions come in from the story of the game more than anything. The story is... The first game, yeah, it was serviceable. The second game is just... What the absolute hell did you do? It's... At least it makes more sense this time in regards to there's no grammatical errors, there's not really all that many spelling errors. But uh, just the entire thing is... It follows on from the first game, and um, you played the first game, didn't you, Andy? Yeah, I have. Do you, do you remember the story? It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty much Spark. The Electro Jester loses a job, and then all these robots are running around, but he has to defeat them. And then he has a robot counterpart called Fog. And you have to defeat Fog, pretty much. So, tying back into um, Spyro again, surprisingly, you know... Ripto is meant to be dead at the end of Spyro 2, and then he miraculously comes back in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spark One's villain is dead, thoroughly dead. You, you, you put like a Dragon Ball Z type laser through through his like chest. He's dead. There is no coming back from that. Hmm. First two minutes of the first game, he's back. <laughs> he's here. Explain how he's back though. He, he's here. He's got a bunch of new henchmen with him. And you're back as well, even though you're meant to be dead or like discontinued or something, because you're playing as Fark and eh? So we're <laughs> off to a bit of a rocky start. Um, throughout the entire thing, you make a couple friends, but you really don't make all that many friends. Spoilers, it turns out- Okay, la 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 I'm back, I'm off, yeah. I'm off. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, no, this happens very early in the game though, but they will want to kill you. In, in fact, they're fake friends. And uh, that's it. They're fake yeah, friends, so you kill them instead. Okay, why did you set them up as friends in the first place? Yeah, um, I'm starting to spot the pattern with this. <laughs> the, the the best part is... Uh, can, so... I, can I come back? No, no. Okay, keep going. Stay as far away as possible. Um, so, <laughs> in the end, the boss, the boss that you go up against in the first game, you go back up against him, and... It turns out that he has like the ability to switch bodies at will, and you're actually his son, and um, you can actually transform into this huge robot. This uh, comes in the last five minutes of the game. It comes from nowhere. <laughs> and then the final line of the game is, um, well, at least you'll be back to continue my legacy. And his response? No. Credits roll. <laughs> what the hell? What happened there? <laughs> I think it's literally a case of they just realised they've got five minutes to clear up everything, so like quickly, throw it together, set 
Quick, he can yeah. transform like Dragon Ball Z mode for some yeah. reason. Throw it in there. Yeah, story done. No, that it's a recent game and its developer is always very sort of um like answers his questions and fixes stuff and very vocal and in the community. But yeah. I get the feeling I'm not gonna get an answer to this story because can, can I come what back? What is now? it? I have Yep. Okay. I, come down I have many questions. And that game in particular raises the most questions for me. Because that would be my second answer. Okay, then. Not very interesting. Uh, interesting. I love the fact you managed to get angry for a few minutes. Now I know how to do that, so thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. Nice try, James. Nice try. Damn. Yeah. yeah my right. only weakness. Spoilers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn it. Spoilers. My only weakness. Spoilers for games that I actually really want to play and look forward to. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a big weeb moment right there. It's going to Dragon Ball Z now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, well, Jesus. Alright, so you want to do that conclusion? Yep, yeah, I'm happy to go. So, Andy, your conclusion then. What made, what gamers have made you think? Eh? Or, oh, I have a, a few questions. <laughs> Edge is like, spoilers, <laughs> Thanos is a dude. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh god damn it, Edge! He's ruined the new Avengers movie. I mean, oh god, I'm sorry, I've spoiled that. There's a new Avengers movie coming out in 26 2069. And on four four yeah. April twentieth, twenty sixty nine. Four twenty, baby. At <laughs> what time though? Thirteen thirty seven in the afternoon? Yes, yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so games that made me question Superman sixty four. Definitely because it's just a whole pile, big pile of mess, and it's like what the hell? <laughs> How did you make this abomination? I do not get it. I do not get it. And I don't care if you guys say it's my favorite game because it's not. I know that meme is not going to die, but I just, I just, there's so many questions to it. So many questions that are going to go, that have gone unanswered on that. Raids Thanos' okay. fridge. I like that. And second of all, Spyro entered the Dragonfly. Again, you know, Ripto's dead. He comes back. So is Crush and Gulp. And the game is just, you know, you, you start asking many questions when you first boot up the game. And uh, also with how you beat Ripto. I don't get it. What, how, how can you half-ass that? It just does not make sense. So those are my two games. Spoiler, Thanos snaps your ass. <laughs> wow! Jeez. Not again, Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Ant-Man, yes. Uh, so okay, yeah, uh, th those are my two. Viper, uh, what are your two games that make you think, huh? My two games are Crash... Crash Bandicoot The Wrath of Cortex because it's a huge step back from the original trilogy of games and in general they had much more money, a lot more resources but yet they couldn't make something better graphically, gameplay wise than the original and Spark the Electric Jester 2 because what the hell is that story? Okay, uh, for me it'll be a case of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, uh, the Star Wars Force Unleashed 2, or just the entirety of the um, Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. I'm no longer going to get a lot of people to have a go at me, and probably send animatronics after me, but I stand by my decision. Okay, so that is the end of our second topic. So, I believe our third topic is now actually done with you. 
Mr. Green Viper, so would you like to well, uh, carry be, be, on? Well, be, be, before, before we do that, though, we've got music. <laughs> we have some tunes, first and foremost. Tunes. Yeah, by, by, picked by Mr. Viper. So we're going we're gonna to have his songs play, and then we're going to go to his topic, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. So, uh, Viper, these two songs that you picked, tell us what they are and why did you pick them? Um, well, I'll start off by saying I couldn't have picked two more unrelated songs if, if I tried whatsoever. They are two I completely different songs. That's whole show, though. Just take two <laughs> songs of no connection to what each other. Apart from the fact we like them. Completely different genres, completely different franchises by different companies. Well, technically not, but I'll get into that in a second. But what I'm getting at here is, yeah, they're... They're not deep cut picks for me, but hopefully you guys in the chat room who don't know me, or you know me, but you don't know my music picks, you won't have heard them, I'm hoping. So getting into a new one to start off with, I went, hmm, let's have something from the brand new Team Sonic Racing, which I no doubt think you've probably heard ra ranting and raving over, at least until CTR Nitro Fuel comes out, because I'm not looking forward to it as much as I was with Team Sonic Racing, but everyone else seems to be, so. But I went with Mod Pods because it's a remix of that ever so good TJ Davis Can You Feel The Sunshine but with some sweet Junsonoi guitar oh, I heard it last night I was like oh my god this is amazing and then the second track is from uh, JRPG which isn't my thing at all but it's from a game called Caligula Overdose and I originally found it because Atlas published the original and then Caligula Overdose is a remake of that which isn't published by Atlas anymore but um, this track is new to the remake, but it's a brilliant track nonetheless, so I'm gonna keep following the soundtracks of these games, even if they're not related to my beloved Sega anymore. And <laughs> it's a tr it's a track with a rather cheery name, Suicide Prototype, and the music doesn't get much cheerier either, because it's, it's very wubby. You know, some wub wubs for you in the chat at 7 o'clock here in the UK, or wherever it's it is for you. Sorry, mate, go ahead. No, 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 I'm, I was done there. <laughs> I was gonna say, it must be some relief, though, that you don't have pick um, Sega's tracks for the first time. Oh, definitely, but I tried to go with some non-Sega stuff, and hopefully, hopefully I pick some good choices, so let's, uh, let's get on with the music. Yeah, let's... And we'll see if you guys hate it. <laughs> well, I, I can say the first song is an absolute banger, so uh, we're going to go straight from there. So, as I say, guys, you're listening to Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. Me, James. And some scrub lord named Viper. <laughs> He said it, not us. And uh, so, yeah, so I hope you're enjoying the show. And to kick things off, we are going to have from Team Sonic Racing. This is the Mod Pods theme.
Andy and James are trained professionals. Do not attempt anything you hear in the Tally Ho Show by yourself.
Welcome back everyone, welcome back to the Tally Ho Show. So hopefully you enjoyed those songs, those as I say were picked by the one and only Green Viper, Ed, Green Viper 8. We had from Team Sonic Racing Mod Pods, which is a uh, Jun Sonoi remix of Can You Feel the Sunshine from Sonic R, which was oh so good. And then from Caligula Overdose, that was Suicide Prototype, which was uh, an absolute banger. Got, gotta take those wobs any day of the week, any time of the day pretty much. I mean it's like still morning for me, but I enjoy the wobs in the morning. So hell yeah! Oh, the fact you still got Saturday, we're still suffering. Yeah, it's Saturday morning. It's still the weekend. Still good for the weekend for me. <laughs> you do realize we hit the weekend before you, though, right? Oh yeah, I know, but I don't care. I've still got the weekend. You guys have got halfway through. Heh. Lol. Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So every weekend for me though so or permanent weekend for me so it's good <laughs> oh, that, that, that lucky bugger <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh we got our third and final topic now which is from none of it and mr green viper so viper what is your third topic that you would like us to talk about well um i was sort of thinking how can i mix it up a bit and this is a topic which i've wanted to discuss for quite a while on uh, on my own show and on my own terms but perhaps having two other people with me could spice things up a bit on this one. So I want to know, now that for the most part, come mid-June, we are done with the AAAs, what do you think comes next for the release cycle of Nintendo Switch games? Do you think we've got some more AAAs in the works? Do you think it's just going to be indies from here on out? Are we going to have some scatterings of big Nintendo titles here and there? Or what's just your thoughts on how things are going to go now that Mario Maker 2 are sort of final for now, big release is just around the corner. Does Crash Team Racing count as a AAA? Or as it's a big... Not a, it's not on Switch, is it? Or maybe it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's not on PC. That's well. it. I guess we could count it as one, but I don't think the Switch release is the biggest of the releases. I think the PS4 one is the one that everyone's going to latch on to for uh, Crash, definitely. Hmm. So you could count it as that, yes. So we'll say okay. Crash Team Racing is a triple A in this instance. Not at all. I think um, there's going to be a lot of indie games coming out for that. No, not really. So, like, in, ter in terms of what we've got coming up in terms of Nintendo, I I'm aware we still have Fire Emblem, definitely, but I wouldn't argue that's a triple A franchise. It's got a lot of its fans, uh, the filthy weebs, etc. No, but... <laughs> It's got its fans. Yeah, but they've been calling me Filthy Weebs, and they've been calling Andy Filthy Weebs, so it's about time we got back at them. Fair enough. <laughs> All of a sudden, we get an amount of Fire Emblem fanboys and girls coming over going, How dare you call us How Weebs, dare. even though we are Weebs, but still calling us out as Weebs on the internet is wrong. <laughs> How crime. dare you tell us this? Aren't you? That's not the point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in, in my preparation, I totally have not got up a Nintendo Switch uh, release list, so you can hear me typing it right now. <laughs> so um, I, I'm going to try and mask that by talking. Okay. Yeah, not really helping. I don't. I think. 
Kippy says, how dare you call me weeb, even though I am weeb. <laughs> Here we go. So, for me, personally, yes, yeah, so the next June Super Mario Maker 2 is going to be the last, like, big Switch game coming out for now for the Switch. I think it's going to be a fluster. We'll probably, this year, might not have uh, a big amount of AAA games coming out. Maybe next year. Uh, I would love to see, because I know there was the rumour talks of a, of a Star Fox Racing Grand Prix game, which has been off topic a whole lot. There's been no other info about it. And I know we talked about it last season, and it was just like, you know, something that I was like, I would love to see that. I would love to see a Star Fox Racing game. Hopefully, that might be one of the big announcements maybe sometime in the future. Maybe an E3 this year, who knows? Maybe a couple of years down the line. I would love to see that. But I think, honestly, I think Nintendo is going to be uh, focusing mainly on the indie games for now. Because, uh, like, the the Switch, even though it is Nintendo and it is a bit, it's made by one of the big gaming companies, I feel like the Switch is perfect for indie game development. Yep, you got the PC, you got, you know, playing indie games on the PC. You know, that's, you can't beat that. Because, you know, like, tons and tons of indie games are made specifically for the PC, and that's great. But for a console standpoint, if you do, no, if no one has a top-tier PC, or just a PC in general, um, but, you know, or they don't want to play games on the PC, they want to play it on a console. If you had to choose between, like, say, the PS4, the Xbox One, and a Nintendo Switch for, uh, for an indie gaming company to make games for, for the console-wise, Switch is definitely the, the way to go. Because, like, I feel like it's it's the it's the indie's console dream, so to say. I I think so. I think the Switch is made for for indie titles. So I think maybe this year it's going to be all focused on indie, which is not bad. It's good because you you get some hidden gems with that. That's for certain. I mean, there is some hidden gems on that Switch that you'd be like you'd be looking around in the store. And you're like, whoa, that looks good. And then you play it. And you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. So. Yeah, I think maybe this year it's gonna be. It's not gonna be stale. It's gonna be some fresh intake. People might think, oh, there's no AAA games. It's all gonna be stale. Blah blah blah. No, you're gonna have the indie wave coming in. So it's gonna be like there's gonna be fresh new content for the console until the next big thing comes out for it. So I think this year, yeah, it's gonna be mostly indie, but that's not a bad thing. Give it a year. We'll probably get another big AAA title. I would like to see a start the Star Fox Racing game be a reality. Might hear that out in a couple of years' time. Who knows? But that's what I feel like my intake will be on it. James, what about you? Uh, me, actually. Uh, another new Wolfenstein game is going to be coming out this year. And quite time after, I think. the uh, I think July or August time, I think it's going to be. So that's the main thing I'm looking forward to. So every little... It's little bits and pieces that are coming out, um, I think. I don't think there's like one particular section where there's going to be... Game, 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 game. I think the next, then my next few games I want to play are going to be coming out in separate bunches. Like, um, like I said, the first one being the uh, Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein game. But there's also uh, other games. There's a, it sounds a bit odd. There's a new Yu-Gi-Oh game that's coming out very soon. That's um, sounds a bit odd. A Yu-Gi-Oh game. So uh, it's going to be. What exactly year is it? <laughs> what? Is it like 2000 again, roughly? <laughs> with, with, a, with a new Yu-Gi-Oh game coming out, it's like, wait, are we in the 2000s now? <laughs> Almost there, but they're actually bringing out, um, I think it's called it's called Legacy of the Duelist, and it's basically 
again, all of the new, uh, all the old anime game, uh, the anime con personnel and the new ones have just come out recently and put them all together for one big dual game, I'm guessing it is. So, to be honest, I actually kind of like the Yu Gi Oh! I don't like the anime, the anime sucks and it's really annoying me, but the game itself I really enjoy playing, so I'm actually quite looking forward for that one to come out. I think, wasn't it Little Karibo was playing? Because I know Little Karibo was playing, I think it was Legacy of the Duelist. I think maybe, I'm, I'm not too sure, not on the PC, I think, but I like the fact that he was. He was playing it and he was doing the abridged voices for the characters. I love that. I've not seen that yet, but I really want to. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. And then when he was playing, because there was one part, I don't know if it was Legacy of the Dollars, if it was another game, but um, you know, he was playing as Joey. And for like some parts in there, he was actually still doing Joey's voice when he was like do doing the deck and everything. I was like, you haven't, you haven't like missed a note on that or anything, Mister Mister Karibo, the the legend. So it was like seeing him. Coming back and doing the abridged voices, I was like, "Oh man, that's that just gave me memories, good memories of watching the abridged <laughs> series." So yeah, but yeah, no, seeing that coming out on on the Switch would be pretty hype to see. Yeah, that and the, like I said, the Wolfenstein game, and there's a couple of other games that are coming out, but they don't have a confirmed date, so I'm not sure when they're coming out. So I can't really say, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game on this date." Well, when's it coming out? No idea. I'm in the chat site. Like, Brooklyn Rage. <laughs> Brooklyn Rage. We're going to ignore what Elsine said, though, I'm guessing. Correct? Uh, yes, yes, we are. Good. Don't acknowledge it, even though you acknowledge it. Yeah, I, I, I acknowledged it, and it gave me a grin, a cheeky grin, and that was it. <laughs> um, I should point out before we go any further in terms of other Nintendo games we have, we have Link's Awakening, the remake, which. Yep. Eh, AAA oh, is yeah. bordering on it. It's a budget title, so not as much. Mm -hmm. De definitely in that category of AAA, though, is Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is expected to drop November this year, around then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we got to make we got to consider that perhaps that could change some factors. Animal Crossing, it's got its audience. It's not a niche audience, but it's not a worldwide. Um, big audience like with your Mario should we say yeah. personally. I, I love the memes it's, that people... it's got its own following but it's not as big as Mario. Yeah, I, I love the I love the memes that are coming out. It, when the Pokemon press conference was coming um, people would say like <laughs> Animal good. Crossing fans at the Pokemon press conference hoping to see there's Animal Crossing content on there. He says, I still believe. It's like, but it's a Pokemon press conference. I still believe. I'm like, oh my god. The there, Animal Crossing... there were people who were genuinely angry at the fact there was no Animal Crossing at the Pokemon press conference, which is baffling. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't see. Isn't the Animal Crossing fan base supposed to be happy, joyous because it's like it's a happy, nice, relaxing, peaceful game and stuff. And no one dies. And no one dies. In but fan, people in the get... fan base, we take prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so Jesus that's... Christ. Surely that must be like. Um... Oh, what was it? You were just saying there that. Animal Crossing fans were unhappy because nothing was announced during the Pokemon press release. <laughs> I'm sure like, that must be the same as like um, the Five Nights at Freddy's um, people being annoyed because there's no announcers on it during Crash Bandicoot or something. I know. But they're both animals! <laughs> but one's an electronic animal. Yeah, well, they're animals. They're animals, but yeah, one's animatronic and stuff. I'm sure there's a mod of like having Crash as an animal truck on there. Someone's probably done it. Someone's done a fan base game like that. I know where they have. I'm, I'm just going to say, just going off topic a little bit, like talking about the Animal Crossing. The moment Animal Crossing drops on the Switch, people are going to flip the heck out. And when it gets released, I 
Garandamtee, the fanbase will be pissed because it wasn't living up to their expectations. What expectations can you have? You haven't seen the game. No, I know. Have, no, I know. low expectations, there's very No, no, but here's the thing. They'll just get mad. It, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but it's got to the point. The Animal Crossing fanbase is pretty much like the Sonic the Hedgehog fanbase. I know I'm going to have two fanbases angry at me at the same time, but you know what? It's pretty much true. Nintendo has the Animal Crossing fan base, which is the ragey one. Sega has the Sonic fan base, which is the ragey one. So... Hey, look at that! Our views just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> and and now the podcast um... has died. <laughs> Edge explains it all. We can blame Caster Lady for Animal Crossing getting delayed. That oh, explains Rash. why we've not seen any footage. Ah, blame Rasha. She I see. It. God damn. <laughs> Everyone, just, damn it, Rasha. You got it. Yeah. Why does it? Everyone. It's a good thing she's not here. Otherwise, she'd be like, what? Edge, please. <laughs> no, she'd agree. <laughs> she would thoroughly agree. Uh, what do you think about so. the uh, the cats and uh, the Nintendo dogs? The Nintendo dog game, like the the, yeah. the new game. That's I never played Nintendo dogs on on the Wait, on the DS. Game? Yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out on the Switch. There's a new Nintendo. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's called it's called it's called Little Friends, Little dogs friends. and cats. Dogs but and cats, yeah. It's pretty much Nintendo dogs. I didn't hear about this at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new thing. Um, I'm looking forward to that because it's like I can't have a pet here in my apartment, which you know it's fair enough. You know, got to obey the rules. But having a virtual pet would be pretty sweet. So yeah, I might get. I don't have a pet yet. Can't have a pet yet. Once I get my own place, which will be when I'm probably seventy <laughs> and retired when I have money, um, then I'll probably afford a dog. So. Said no retired person ever. Yeah, pretty <laughs> when much. When I'm retired and have money. Yeah, no. Said, 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 said no retired millennial ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kippy's just put in, it won't get delayed. We'll find out it's actually Amiibo Festival. <laughs> Amiibo Director's Festival. Director's Cut. Director's <laughs> Cut. Oh, no, it's going to be uh, Animal Crossing Royale. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, I can see that happening. A fishing battle to the death. Yeah, exactly. Um, edges like British uh-huh. man, please, you're my pet. I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> Fair news. I was going to say, I know this is completely off topic, but are, we, but are we actually glad that it's, uh, the new Call of Duty isn't a battle royale mode? It's literally just single player. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, I heard <laughs> that. But, but, but Black, Black Ops 5 is supposed to be just single player. I get it because Black Ops 4 is vastly multiplayer, so they have to do a single player story on that, which I don't mind, actually. You know, you, you've got one game specifically for online, now have a game specifically for the campaign. I think that's a good that's a good mix. And it does look good, so I'm I'm going to buy it, that's for sure. Where are you pulling Black, o- Black Ops 5 from? <laughs> what? Yeah, Black Ops 5 got proven to be Modern Warfare, the new Modern Warfare game. Really? I thought. So yeah. Oh, I must have read like wrong information, like different information, because I heard there was like talks of who is it, Triax and Warhammer Games. They were having a debate on like who's going to make the next game, and there was apparently talks. Activision said there was going to be Black Ops Five. Huh. That's what. That's what <laughs> I. Getting read. deep down that rabbit hole now. Yeah, apparently. Okay. I think the rumor was supposed to be Black Ops Five, but it actually turned out to be the new, uh, a new, pretty much a. a a slight reboot of Modern Warfare. Okay, interesting. That's I didn't. That's something I didn't hear. That's probably why I thought Black Ops Five. Okay, that's cool. Are we gonna see um, Price again, Captain Price? Because oh yeah, supposedly he's, he's still alive from Black Ops Three. Don't don't speak about uh, that. Sorry, uh, Modern Warfare Three. Too hard. 
Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, moving moving on back to the Switch. <laughs> what other games uh, right, did you, you have in your list? Uh, when you mentioned Battle Royale, that's what came. Yeah. Stuff like this the case. Jesus. I need to vent. So, what other games was on your list, Viper? Um, there's in terms of AAA, I think we pretty much covered it. AA, I'd say. Bayonetta has a pretty good outreach mm-hmm. now that the series has a lot more merits than it did back in the sort of 2009 days. And now that it's not on the Wii U, yeah, it's it's not this year they reckon. They reckon it's 2020, but it was announced in 2017, so we're really pushing it a bit. Yeah, pushing it a week. Bayonetta free. That, that'll be hype. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> we hype. It's gonna be good. 2020 vision, 2020. baby. Oh, yeah. Especially 2020 vision when you're playing Bayonetta. Especially when you do those slow motion scenes. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting into a dark side there. Anyway, moving yeah, on. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. So, yeah, I think that, that counts as uh, talking about a topic. So, what, what do we go for our conclusions on that? So, uh, James, you start first. What do you think is going to happen with the Switch? Uh, the Switch is still going to be as good as ever. It would just be nice to have some more even though they're not well known games i think when they come out they'll start getting a lot more um start getting a lot more news behind them and i think it will start growing, even those that aren't that haven't been well known and yeah. i think it'll just be i think it'll just keep growing and growing once it officially comes out and then all of a sudden it start being uh, noticed a lot more yeah yeah i mean for me as i say we've got Super Mario Maker 2, and then we've got Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out in November, like big titles coming for the Switch. This year is going to be fastly indie, and I, as I said before, like I think the Switch is a perfect console for indie developers. You know, you can make it for PC and make it for Switch. Um, the Switch is meant for indie games, I think. So I think this is, as I said, it's a it's an indie game, indie developers console dream. So I think this will be very, very good for the Switch. Um, lots of fresh new content coming out. It's going to be very, very exciting. Maybe some hidden gems on the side. Um, Superman Maker 2. Did I say that, please? Don't tell me that. Did I say, did I, did I say Super Mario Maker? Is he trying I, to... I, I don't know, but I hope you said Super Mario I Maker 2. I hope so, well. I mean, imagine all the places you could place those rings. Oh, boy. I mean, tell me <laughs> all about those it. Cars. Tell me about it. Good. The possibilities are endless. The possibilities are endless. I hope I said Super Mario Maker. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it now. And if I did... That's what I'm gonna say. That's who I'm, I hate it's my I hate my brain. I hate my brain. I, I, I hate everyone. I hate my brain. I hate everything. But moving swiftly on, yeah. So the the switch is an indie indie is an indie developer's dream. And I think honestly it will be there'll be fresh new hidden gems on the console. And I'm looking for it will probably be another AAA title for the console maybe next year. Also, hello Nick Raptor, thank you so much for that host, and thank you for coming by. Hopefully you are enjoying your weekend. Tally ho to you, Viper. What about you? Yeah, I, I think even though the AAAs have slowed down a bit compared to the past two years, I think we've got a solid year ahead of us. There's a bunch of great indies confirmed to come out. There's a bunch of smaller titles confirmed to come out by Nintendo, which I think are definitely worth it on their own merits. And although. Perhaps the lack of new big titles coming out could see a dent, a small dent in new sales. I think the current owners of the console will be very happy with the lineup they have placed in front of them. That's my thoughts on that. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so that's it. We've covered a whole lot of things today. We're just three hours and 15 minutes 
into the uh, the show. Holy crud, it's a long <laughs> one. But you know what? It's been very entertaining and very good. I've very enjoyed, much enjoyed it with all these topics we talked about. Hi, Nick. How you doing? He says, I'm tired AF. Stream Diddy Kong Racing for the first time. Hopefully that went really well and you had a good time playing some Diddy Kong Racing and all that stuff. This is the part where we would say goodbye, but I think we have a cliffhanger to get through with, don't we, James? Yes, we do. So we're going to go quickly back into Andy's great adventure. But I think we've agreed this time that we're actually going to just do the last little bit because we could kind of leave it at a cliffhanger. And then we're going to carry on in next in next week's show, aren't we? Yep, and it's going to be back to your adventure where we're going to go back to space with Yay! James the Bastard of the <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> Excellent. It's going to be amazing. I was tuning in for that. <laughs> just James Snow, he'll be back. He'll be back, which is going to be great. Yeah, fun. You could say that. <laughs> Fair enough, Nick. All right, so, so where we left? Oh, where we left each other was the last time where you were fighting off against a motorcycle. Yes, and it was the last bit. You had two losses and two wins. If you had a loss, you would die. If you had a win, you would survive for the next time. And we looked on the random number generator. Limit was 10. Your last number was 10. And I asked you if you wanted to go higher or lower. And, and that you was and a, I'm, I'm pulling my hair out. I was pulling my hair out during that pick. Like, you have no idea. Undecided completely here myself. Just crazy. So uh, we, we decided to take the gamble. And tonight, Matthew... <laughs> <laughs> If anyone gets that TV show reference, then fair enough. Oh, here's a question, actually. Before we begin, yeah. if you do get the same number, does that count as a win or a loss? Well, I mean, you... Mm -hmm. you know it's not, if it's you... up to me, I'd say it's a loss. Because I gave you one win already, so... I mean, I mean, hang on, hang on. When we said five, and we said lower or higher, and you went, it's a five, you won. You gave it to us. Now you're going to tell us that we're going to lose? If it's the same number, yeah. No, you hang on. You told us we won when we got the same bloody number before. Yeah, I gave you a one. I gave you a win. This time, it might be a loss. I'm going to flip between two because I'm just that awful person. Wow, you're you're part of my French, everyone, and this is going to be explicit wow. on on SoundCloud. But you're you are a bastard. <laughs> so the main question no then: comment. Did you get this right or did you get it wrong? Are you dead or have you survived? Um, epic drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. And the answer is... Are you frickin' having a laugh? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you, you bloody bugger. I couldn't resist. You I could not resist. You guys bugger. got... You Lexus did not win. Nine, Lex so you no, win it. no, no. We got debated, chat. James debated <laughs> us. So Edge, you trigger happy git. <laughs> yeah, but see, he he got he got the one over our eyes there. Therefore, Lex Lex kind of wins. All right, yeah, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Good. You. Yeah, that's right, guys. You have survived. You have defeated the motorcycle, and I'm gonna quickly find out exactly what happens if you defeat the motorcycle. Cause I'll laugh if you're dead still. <laughs> no, you survived. Well done. Hooray. Whew. Okay, so that is the end for of 
that's the end of the cliffhanger for now. But what is going to happen when you mix up, when you go up to the wrecked bike? What are you going to find? And what carries on for the rest of your adventure? Tune in next time for Andy's Great Adventure! Part 3. <laughs> or Part 2, whichever one we're going to call two, Part 2. Fair enough, fair enough. James, I have to give you a round of applause on that. That was actually really, really good. I'm trying not to max out the mic, so... There you go. <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, thanks very much. Give, give, give him the golf clap, everyone. Good job, buddy. Good job. That was actually very entertaining, that story. But much more entertaining than mine. I'm going to have to one-up it with my one. <laughs> How big is that book, it's by the way? Is it, is, it, is, it is it pretty big? How big is the book? Yeah. Uh, not that big, actually. Okay, fair enough. It looks like the choices the choices you make have just ended so quick. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's why I wanted to get one of these books, because I remember having them in the past, and they were brilliant. They, just, they did take a while... But at the same time, there were so many different ways you could complete the story, so... Ah, okay. You're going to have to show me... You have to send me a link to those books, to be perfectly honest, so... Do yeah, that. definitely. Cool no, not the one I'm doing right now, because I don't want you to get ahead. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. So... No spoilers. That's it, guys. That's the end of the show. We've done it. Woo! Hooray, hooray. Ooh. That is... Finally! Finally, <laughs> we have kept a guest on who wanted to stay with us. I know, shock horror. <laughs> you mean this is a rare thing? Huh? Well, I mean, like the yeah. other guests. I mean, no, they, well, they, there's they, only one, they, there's they... a reason why we've only had one guest on each time, and they've never come on since. Oh well, no, no. They did say they want. They did <laughs> yeah. say they want to come back. So may, maybe, maybe returning guests will come back on the show. You just have to wait and see, and all that <laughs> stuff. But yeah, so that is it. That is the end of episode two of season two slash episode 12 of the Tally Ho Show. It's been an absolute pleasure and very, very entertaining and enjoyable. My special uh, thanks, special thanks to Green Viper for coming onto the show. It was great to have you on and it was actually a tremendous joy. Slash me bows, I guess. <laughs> I like that, that's slash me bows. That's fine, I suppose. Yeah, good. As, somewhat. Somewhat, somewhat. As ever, it is always a pleasure to have James as my co-host. It has been a Awesome as always, buddy. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you as a co-host, my buddy. Yay, all good. Nick Raptor says, how does one become a guest on the show? Well, you just might... Oh, very good question. Who knows? You might get asked. You just have to wait and see what happens. What happens indeed. So, yeah, the next time we are going to go... Up front. <laughs> yeah, up front. Nick, do you want to be on the show, Kappa? <laughs> that's, how, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Um, there we go. The next time we are going to go live with the Tally Ho Show, it, we're going to have a month hiatus, mainly because the whole, mm. all, all my Saturdays in June are booked up. <laughs> all my weekends, I should say, are all booked up. Um, so the next time we're going live is going to be Saturday, July 6th, and we will be having another guest on the show, which will be, who will be helping James on his great adventure. Woohoo! So yeah, that'll be that'll be all the hype. Ooh, pick me, Kiffy says. Pook's like book, book, booked up weekends. I'm sorry, Pook. Also, tally ho to you, good lady. Hope you're well. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy throughout it. Oh, it's crazy. I got my dad coming. No, I'm just like no the week like weekends. I'm completely booked. Yeah, yeah, so it's like I've got my dad coming over. I've got uh, going traveling. I've got a charity stream to do, and then I've got a 24-hour stream to do. Shock horror. Spoiler. Or just oh, an early announcement for everyone mm. listening in. Heads up, 
It might be something special, but who knows? It also might not be. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it, 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 it won't be special. It won't be special. <laughs> fall asleep on stream. Yeah, and then all, yeah, that would be special. Pokemon sleep. Pokemon sleep. Be a sleeper. Be a sleep. Be a sleeper. Yeah, no, if that ever happens, I'm getting an emote for that. It'll be official. Be brilliant. Uh, don't pick me. Iron says, raise his hand. Also, stand outside British man's house. Edge, please. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that is the end of the show, guys. That is uh, what we have done. Hopefully, you enjoyed yourselves. And uh, as I say, uh, we are going to play off for you. We're going to play. <laughs> We're going to play from Punch-Out, we're going to play the Minor Circuit theme, and then we also have a song that was picked by Viper to end it off from Mighty Switch Force 2. That's, uh, Zeophermic? Zeophermic? Exothermic. Exothermic. Sometimes you have to say Zer or something like that. The X is very weird. But it is exothermic. Fair enough. Thank you very much indeed for that, Viper. Um, so yeah, as I say, thank you to everyone tuning in, whether you're listening live or on the podcast. Viper, thank you so much for coming by. And being a part of the show, it is honestly was great to have you on. Absolute pleasure for uh, to be on. Really enjoyed it and was was humbled to be asked. Yay! Lovely. No, no, it will be love. Will be great to have you on again on the future show. That is for dang sure. And I'd love it. And Admiral says I'll try and be there. Today was fun. See you next time. See you, Admiral. Thanks for stopping by. Have yourself a great night. And James, hope you thank you so much for being my co-host as ever. It's been a pleasure. Looking forward to next time. Looking forward to it, buddy. And uh, thank you very much for Green Viper as well. It's been an absolute fantastic time. Yes, yes. So now it's time to uh, end off with some epic tunage. So from Punch Out, the Wii version, this is going to be the minor circuit theme. And you've been listening to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. Me, James. And and myself. Uh, um, bye, bye, bye. There you go. <laughs> and until next time, have a very good rest of the day. Morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And uh, we'll speak to you all very, very soon. Take care, everyone. And bye-bye for now. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye.